and welcome to the Sessions Cancelled podcast. Uh, I just fucked up the uh, bu- <laughs> not only the party, but the record and swapped them entirely. Yeah, yeah, I, thought, I thought that second one was sessions. either a bit or you were actually in the record button. I was like, this is going to get real interesting. <laughs> I had to no, hold that, it that, in. That, I had to hold that, it in that, from saying anything. Yep. Sam, was- Sam fucked up and I just went, alright, namaste. Say nothing, just let it rock. <laughs> I muted myself the last. There was such a long the fucking, the black, the Zelgius, uh, hmm, an interesting maneuver. I just, I, I literally I, pushed I, the microphone I, away from myself. I was trying so hard not to laugh. <laughs> oh. Um, I, session's canceled because I did a fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I did a little bit of a fucky wucky. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a, what a good way to start out with me today is Josh. Yeah, I'm here. Matt. Hi. And Isaiah. What's up? Oh, God. Uh, okay. All right. So today, you know, I, 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 I was Dragon thinking Ball about... Z. I, yeah, I'm Dragon Ball Z Super X Ultra GT Edition. Um, I know we're getting real far into it. Uh, I, I've been thinking about uh, uh, flower bombs uh, a lot recently uh, because uh, <laughs> because of some shenanigans that we have pulled in the Sunday game previously, uh, but also that we talked about doing in the Sunday game recently. You know, just just blowing up an entire gate with flour because it'd be funny. Uh, to, um, to be clear, when Sam says flower bombs, he means flour, like cooking flour, not like flowers yeah. from the garden. Like a sack uh, of fucking flour, like a sack baby. Of flour. Oh, okay. Because I'm sitting here like, did your druid like fucking shoot a cannon no, filled no, no, with no, flowers no, at a gate? No, no, no. Like, like, like ground up wheat flour <laughs> yeah. thrown at someone and go kaboom. Um, so so uh, because of that, I, I've been thinking about a lot of stories that I've heard on the internet about just the creative usage of both mundane and magical items, such as flour. Um, or, or, you know, the immovable rod is, is one that usually comes up, you know. Uh, the, I the, have we, an immovable rod, this, too, but you don't hear me talking about it all the time. I, listen, no, no, you, you literally do talk away. about it all the time. <laughs> Every episode. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you got me there. Gosh, I, your bold face line. <laughs> you got me there. Just, just trying to work through it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, like an, the immovable rod being placed on top of someone that you're like, well, we don't have any rope. You look at the rod, you look at the body on the ground, you look back at the rod, and you go, yeah, that'll do it. And you just, you know, you put it on top of them. What are they going to do? Roll out? Nah, it's just, it's just sunk into their chest cavity. Now they can't move. Crack a few uh, ribs. Yeah, you know, they they may wake up in excruciating pain, but if you if if you're trying to trap them, they or you know tie them up, they probably uh, are not someone you want to keep unharmed. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you know, we'll we'll be we'll be talking about some of the some of the some of the fun stuff that you can do with magical items and how uh, magical items that are seemingly like you know kind of. All right. Whatever. So, if you put an immovable rod up, you, never mind. Uh, you're not moving. Yeah. 
Or you're gonna be like that dragon from Critical Role and just tear a new asshole open. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, that could just, happen too. Can we just shout out to the way that Ash, uh, Ashley Johnson was like, seriously, it's ass. <laughs> <laughs> like the way she pronounced it killed me. So <laughs> so good. It's a reasonable reaction. I mean, God, Yeah. But, you know, also effective. Um, I mean, if you do it while someone's sleeping, how are they going to know? You know, they could just feel like they have to take a massive shit. Anyway, um, <laughs> you know, there, there's there's always some items out there that people are like. So. So why does this exist in D&D? You know, like adjustable stilts. What? Re- yeah, adjustable stilts. Just, uh, and the player's handbook? I don't know. I feel like you're fucking with me, but I'm, I'm also no, terrified it's, it's, to think that you're not. No, it, it's, it's, it's in Dragon Heist. It's, it's a real magic Heist. item. The stilts take will, one minute to put on or remove. They increase well, the height item, of any like, humanoid wearing them by two to five feet. Each stilt weights eight pounds and is one foot long when fully collapsed. And fuck. the best part <laughs> is, is they do not say that they cause any amount of like difficulty moving. They don't require anything either. <laughs> you can just be like, Hell I yeah. want to be, I want to be five feet taller. Why? <laughs> I just had a thing. <laughs> I don't. Maybe I it's used like, one of the highest. I don't remember reading that in the book, though. Fuck. Page forty-seven. Huh. It's in there. Page now all I can think about is the dragon heist. You guys seen that fucking clip of nineteen ninety-eight, uh, the American Godzilla when they've got the digigrade legs and they're just mm-hmm. racing down the hallway with the digigrade no. legs. I have not. <laughs> I remember. Oh, okay. I'm gonna show you. It's really dumb. Oh god. I'm, I'm 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 now looking at all the items that are uh, questionable. So what are deep dragon heist? Um, this is I not really good like the oversized longbow. <laughs> does that do anything um can only be used by a medium or larger creature that has a strength of 18 or higher does and it's it's strength based when you want to be that weirdo damage play a barbarian with a bow there you go i really I, I i don't there are several <laughs> things i don't like about that first and foremost if people be it's like oh it's a strength bow that's where you're wrong, kiddo. Every bow is actually a strength bow. <laughs> uh, and then it's like, oh, it does 2d6. So you're saying I need 18 strength to use a ranged greatsword. You see the problem with this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, they also have a matchless pipe, so you could just, you could just, you know, light yeah. your pipe whenever you want to. <gasps> uh, Amazing. Also, I like how half the magic items in that book are from, uh, oh, what's his name? Jarl Axel. Hmm. Like half of them are just his. You got one that's like a feather turns into a bird. He's got an eye patch that basically makes it like that. He can't, you know, no one can detect if he's lying or not. Uh, My favorite ones are the bracers that like let him throw daggers. Like Those are (laughs) sick. Those are great on any rogue. I love mundane items. They're so fucking stupid. (laughs) <laughs> um, especially you know adjustable stilts like you could just the first thing I imagine is a gnome going I want to be five feet taller 
and just walking mm. around on stilts the whole time. It's like that's a very weirdly shaped humanoid that's about seven yeah. feet tall and their arms are about the size of my face. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why so tall? <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of a lot of weird, interesting items out there that don't really get, you know, used except by those zany, wacky players, you know, like mm-hmm. uh Oh god, what's his name from that comic? I mean, listen, flowers is hilarious. Look, I, um, you know, I, I take umbrage to that. I'm just a creative player, sir. Mm-hmm. There you go. However, you want to rationalize it, yeah. <laughs> well, how how would you how would you put it, friend? Um, a pain <laughs> in my ass. That's <laughs> you know that's very rude. A creative sometimes when your player comes out with uh you know some literal science that makes you you know stay up at night maybe 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 you should keep that player around just saying um you'll learn I haven't many murdered things him yet you'll not for lack things. of trying <laughs> I, meant in, I, I mean i meant in real life but you know mm. gosh i'm oh. telling you just cook and book man it's it's gonna work uh, it'll be great Okay, book. Huh? You get a bunch of bards together riding donkeys. Each one casts heat metal on him and oh. run away. <laughs> I mean, he can't take his skin off. Why are they riding donkeys? Because, because that's how they get away from him. They're not going to run. <laughs> what, what about They're horses, gonna, Matt? <laughs> They're not going to run. Why are they away? I, listen, I'm, I'm just saying this now, Matt. That doesn't work because I have a dragon out with increased speed that can pick Django up like nothing. So. It's, it's, it's all fun and games. So Django grabs one of those bards and it, they just explode from all the stacked heat metal. I also, I, I think rules is written. You can't affect one creature with the same spell more than once unless it states otherwise. I don't think otherwise. you can, no. Oh, That's why sad. you can't multi-haste. Yeah. Which would be very funny. <laughs> hey, yo, let's cast four haste on this one, dude. Okay. It would be, but yeah, no, I don't think you can. That man's moving. That being said, I sound. suppose, I don't know. Is there like a range you need to be within for heat metal? I suppose you could like fly in on like a fucking griffin or some shit, cast heat metal and then just fly away. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh. You basically have to be in range to cast the spell. And then afterwards is, you could just yeah, fuck it doesn't, off. It does not say anything about being in range after the spell has been cast. That's fucked up. There you go. Just have it a 20th level bard show up. fucked up, yeah. That's <laughs> fucked up. It's just, hey, you have to be sitting, you have to be within 60 feet and then just go. Yeah, I. All right. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> what if you go on another plane? Oh, you got to take him to the plane of fire. That'd be funny. my skin don't do that because all Django needs to do is kick one of Freedy's ass and take the Freedy chain and then it's actually over (laughs) and I have no doubt that Django could 1v1 in a Freedy Mm. give me your chain give me your bottle give me your skin we're good (laughs) I I like the idea of Django looking at a Freedy and going give Give me your your skin (laughs) I think he just terrified me of He's like, you know what? I don't want any part of anything that this psychopath has to offer. <laughs> Hold on. I'm actually looking up what, what CR and Afridi is. 11. Uh, lower than you. 
I g- g- listen, Django just becomes a flayed one. It's fine. Nothing is wrong with this. He starts smearing. I think all the genies all are, are CR 11. It, so it, it really depends on its plus. It, so, okay, it's got a plus 10 to hit. So it would still need to roll at least a 15 <laughs> to actually hit Django. <laughs> My fucking God. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's just for now. Wow. Uh, I think it would. It, so it has plane shift. It probably just plane shift Django. Probably just back. fuck off after a minute. <laughs> just be like, yo, bro, you need this. to fuck off. I don't want you here anymore. <laughs> oh my god. This is some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yo, this metal man keeps coming back. He wants to throw hands, and I don't want him here. My skin. He keeps coming back and threatening to take my skin. Uh. Django comes back wearing fucking uh. like Middle Eastern armor and just has like the Afridi's face like a yokai mask. Oh. Everyone's just like, oh. you go, Django. And he's like, I am fucking <laughs> No one will cast heat metal on me ever again. <laughs> oh, that's right. It does make you immune to violence. Yeah, that's the whole point. <laughs> oh, I just, I, for, I thought it just let you uh, walk on lava. No. I forgot. I forgot this innate immunity to fire damage. There you go. This is great. I, I love this. How did we get here? What day is it? <laughs> I don't even oh. know anymore. I've just been thinking about Django <laughs> being the Doom Slayer. <laughs> just that's pretty oh, good dimension. I mean, oh. yeah. You got, yeah. From Tomafos, you guys know the the Maruts, the big metal like construct guys. Oh the, yeah, the ones that automatically hit and always deal sixty damage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be Django in his final form. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Oh, hold on! I gotta show you a picture. They're cool. They're like, they're actually probably gonna be a big deal in the Planescape book coming out. Oh, yeah. uh, it's, it's I've seen these. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're the like strongest thing in Mechanus, and they basically yeah. go out and fuck people up who who are messing with causality. Mm-hmm. And they have a guaranteed hit. They do. Nope. Oh, yeah, and they're like CR five, twenty-five. Yeah, five, yeah, one target doesn't have a hit. It just automatically hits, and it automatically deals sixty force damage. Oh, well, yep. holy now you know what to shit. use. Yep. And uh, this is what it looks like. Basically, that that circle plate on its chest is a contract written there. And basically, that's their target that they have to go after. I do love if the contract is ever broken, then they go over there and they, they find the person and then they bring them back to uh, I don't know if it's Sigil or Sigil, whatever, <laughs> and basically just make them, you know, you know, yeah, they go back to the Hall of Concordians and Sigil and have to, you know, serve out their sentence. And they have legendary resistance. Yeah. Yes. And magical resistance. Uh, yeah, these things are And magic are resistance Jesus. and immune to, being to any just, spell that would affect their farm. I will plane shift. It will follow you. It can fly. <laughs> it has 22 AC. This is this is, this is dead. Fly. This is Django's dad. This is basically just... <laughs> this is Django's dad. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, and it makes okay, two listen. attacks, so it's a guaranteed... 120 damage around. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it does have reach too. That's yeah. unreasonable. Holy shit. Yeah. It also yeah, has buddy. the uh, blazing eagle. Oh, and it just it, it can just cause every uh creature within six in a sixty foot cube to mm-hmm. take forty-five damage. And if they fail a 
DC stunned. 20 wisdom throw stunned until the end of its next turn. It's next huh? turn. It's next turn. Yep. Uh, or I'm kind of sad I never got to throw one of these in my make players. DC 20 charisma saving throw be teleported to the <laughs> Hall of Concordance. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's hard to automatically I don't know, but probably something interesting. That white isn't that, where, isn't that where actual mechanist hangs out? Uh, oh. yeah. So he That's just the, looks yeah, at you and goes, do better, and sends you back, like... <laughs> Yeah, Plan- Planescape's and int- it's sad because apparently, uh, apparently Planescape didn't sell very well when it originally was came came out back in third edition, second edition. I don't remember, but uh, it's an interesting city. It's really cool. Back to like all the multiverse, all the different universes connect there. They're all you know everyone's friends. Like a pit fiend and a plan- uh, planetar can just you know have dinner together and talk beyond like equal playing field because the one of the big rules there is no one's allowed to fight. I love the idea. <laughs> no, no, damn it. I love the idea of a pit fiend eating dinner with a planetar. He's like, I'm just so tired of torturing the lemurays. It's every day, all day. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing changes. I'm so bored. This is hell. No. <laughs> I mean, it is literally hell, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they didn't know. tell me that I would also be tortured. Also, I like the idea, though, that the planetar sitting on the other side, like, uh, it's rough, bud. Yeah, he's <laughs> there trying to be a therapist. Bud. And how does that make you feel? Yeah. Oh, no. And now I'm just getting the spiders. And then I, my Uncle Ben, let me guess, he, he died. died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yep. I think I just found my new favorite weapon. Mm. Oh, Sunforger. Sunforger. It's a warhammer. Oh, is that the Ravnica one? As in, oh, the one uh, that's yes. just a fucking hammer made out of fire. Oh, you throw it and it exp- yeah. it's it's a fireball. It's a fireball. Yeah. So it's fun- a fireball hammer. <laughs> so fun yeah. thing, I actually took that and I made that into just, one of the, the the magic weapons in my, in the three year campaign because it was like that. This such a it's such a cool weapon. Why a lot of the Ravnica items are are, are just fucking sick why you got a yeah. mouth oh because it's cool yeah mouth and cool. <laughs> i have a cool have a mouth why i got a mouth that just reminds me of lava x it's a magic card yeah. oh hmm. okay sam where were we going mixed. with this I, listen, I was going to talk about like your experiences with magic items and mundane items that make you go, why do I let my players do things like, you know, flower bombs? But like, mm. I don't know. I, I've, I've lost the plot. I, I started thinking about huh. fucking doom music playing when Django walks into anywhere uh, because he murdered an Afridi. By he just walks in the same I'm all out of a I'm here to kick. I'm here to kick. I can't chew bubblegum. I'm all out of bubblegum. Yeah, I, I mean, I have Matt, a friend that Matt do you know it, the flower story out of curiosity? No, you haven't. You haven't uh, so really? told okay. me. I'm, but, uh, but before that, Josh, uh, you know, you know what else uh, you could do with a flower bomb? You could blast our listeners to our Twitter page. Uh, Josh, uh, take it away. <laughs> Boy, wow, you're 
<laughs> that was. I, I think that was my worst one. I'm not gonna lie. Impressive how he keeps doing this. <laughs> I am actually quite impressed that you did this about four weeks in a row. This is turned into a bit all in of itself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, wow. just hit follower, just just hit follower, subscribe right now. Go over to the page, uh, I, hit the button, do the thing. It'd be nice. I don't explode to flower bombs. Yeah, don't don't or at don't least try not to. But if you if you do see a sun forger, maybe explode to that. I don't know. It's pretty rad. You know, <laughs> sun sun hammer, cool. You sun should definitely go to the cool. plane of fire and steal Very a pretty cool. skin. Yeah. Yes, that too. <laughs> anyway, uh, I Matt. mean, like you'll probably die in the process, but if you come back. To give you context, Ooh, legend. <laughs> uh, the uh, at some point my players were, uh, you know, killing a killing a local gang leader. Basically, was the plan. Um, As you do. And uh, Isaiah said, "Hey, can I buy a shitload of flour?" And I was like, "Why?" And Isaiah said, "Well, you see, if you throw a fuckload of flour in a room and then light it on fire, it be makes a makeshift bomb." And I was like boy I really would love to say no because this is dumb but I guess I can't argue with this and I don't know the science well enough to say if it works or not so here we are so Isaiah threw flour at the bad guys I did mm. would I you, also uh, then grabbed would you that guy to... and choked him in his own cloud kill I did also yeah. kill him in his own cloud kill yes he grabbed Again? him he gra- no it only happened once he grabbed oh. him and then turned him around and stuck him in his own cloud kill I remember that story I'm yeah. just like he did it again fuck no just we once. were talking about it though they did consider it uh, last session something of that nature but uh, or the session before funny. but no just the one time uh, you know what's you... funny is that there is an item that does a similar thing uh, and it's just an acorn Nice. It's just called explosive seed. I, I mean, I have explosive seed named. too, if you know what I'm saying. I, 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 I from you know, what is that from? Wild Mount? Yep. Of course. Is it wacky woo fun times? It's probably from fucking Exandria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have a bunch There's of There's also cool. blasting powder, but like, you know, that's yeah, not as fun true. as throwing an acorn. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. it's a mundane item. Maybe blasting. It literally doesn't have a listed cost. Maybe blasting okay. powder is what I should have used as uh, the flower bomb. Mm. Blasting powder and clockwork trigger. Oh, does bludgeoning damn? That's yeah, what? It's an explosion. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah it's I guess basically, it is. it's not shrapnel. It's an it's explosion. A grenade. Yeah. Right, right. 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 Yeah. It's yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. The the flower thing. It's technical term. It's it's called a dust explosion. That's yeah, a very real thing. Weird. Used to happen in mines all the time. Yeah. Less of an explosion, more of getting covered in fire type situation. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. All the air ignites. Yeah. I... yeah oh, wait, wait. <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. We were talking about something last session. Uh, was it the explosion that we set up? Yeah. Yeah. So we were. <laughs> yes. So in our last session, we made a really big, uh, you know, the the thermite, a big fucking bomb coming right up, oh. and we uh we blew the hinges off a reinforced uh uh palace like, gate, yeah, palace gate, and then it came to my realization, we are underground, right? So there is by definition, for the most part, a limited amount of oxygen because oxygen will naturally sort of leak out to the surface and then come back down, right? That's how that works. But it takes time for the oxygen to refill in the area. So I had a think in my think pan and was like, oh no, an explosion that big would probably just 
eat all of the oxygen and leave carbon monoxide. <laughs> so if the explosion didn't kill you, you would suffocate to death horribly. Not <laughs> mm, a fun time, no. And I went, are we the baddies? Oh, yeah. Yes. Horrible people. Really. Baddies with a cause. Just committing, just committing war crimes. I mean, listen, you know, sometimes you have to commit a war crime or two uh, to the free really peoples. get the point across, right? Yeah. Er. And Matt's players, if you think, wow, Isaiah, that sounds kind of like terrorism. The difference is we were helping the drow. Thank you very much. Mm. I mean, my players drow. were helping drow in some way. I, okay, uh, first of all, we were directly helping the drow. This is not the same. We are not the same. <laughs> you watched our game for the animation. I watched it for Jinx's armpits. We are not the same. Understandable. Have a nice. Yeah, same. All right. I um, didn't think we were going to get there, but okay. <laughs> I, listen, listen. Some drow are being mind controlled. Some mm. aren't. We're helping the ones that aren't being mind controlled. <laughs> true. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> you know, and we're also attempting to help the ones that are mind controlled. It may or may not help. Uh, but we'll we'll see. We'll see about that one. Yeah. Uh, t- tune in tune in next time. Uh it's actually gonna be way more than next it's time. It's gonna be more than next time. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a few weeks. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna, gonna be a few weeks for that one. Um T- tune in eventually for the the sick conclusion to <laughs> the uh, conclusion. wacky woohoo drow adventures will one of us get to fuck spider mommy we don't know that, I, I really I want it to, to be Leah I okay despite the fact that Leah is ace is all fuck I really want it to be Leah <laughs> yeah Adrash uh, the drown you're setting also Australian or no no, no. No, they're definitely not Australian. No. Badge. Don't come from a land down under. All right, Matt, <laughs> I do have to ask this question of you specifically because <laughs> oh boy. I your your players are fucking Hi. Spider monkeys. I <laughs> Spider monkeys. No, g- goons who uh, okay. like to look at this beautiful, uh, specifically designed character to destroy everything that you hold dear. Matt, have they ever actually used a magic item to just fuck you over? Uh, fuck me over. Like, uh, just, just, just go like, hey, listen. If you say no, you forgot- I don't believe you. <laughs> I, I know you forgot that you gave us this item, but we're going to use this item right now and you're going to have a bad time. Not, I mean, again, not really fucking me over, but they did like, you know, would do ridiculous things like uh, I told you. I told you guys in the one of the campaign recaps, uh, Shadow Monk with the uh, the new movable rod destroying the, the two mass of the giant get the Yankee ship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then basically True. being like, I don't, I don't remember this. Was I here uh, for that episode? No, it was, I don't it was part of the, the great joke. Yeah, it was the I, part of the great joke. Yeah, this is yeah I think you were. Mm, I think you were out that, mm, mm, that time, but um, I, I missed yeah, and one then realizing, the oh joke. no, mm. the 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 gift ship doesn't work. I wonder why. Or uh, destroying the drow house with the instant fortress, <laughs> like being like, what if I just, what if I just glue the instant fortress sideways? And then lean it up so that way when it spawns, it's gonna knock over every single support beam of the house. I, I do I do love <laughs> I those items. This one. The yeah. the instant building just <laughs> and you're just like 
I, why did I give this to my players? This yeah. is evil. Like yeah. what? Oh, I, 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 uh, I shove it in the big bad's mouth and activate it. And you just go, wait, no, 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 no. Yeah. What do you, what do you do then? Uh, what else? Do what do you do? What oh. can you do? Uh, <laughs> one of the players. Uh, so one of the items they had was the, the, uh, the, you know, homebrewed version of frost, frost brand, right? The ice sword. Yes. One of the yes. abilities um, that I found online, I thought it was cool and I gave it to it, was that it can like just freeze a, you know, a certain like, you know, diameter of ice, uh, water into ice. And there was one time they were fighting something and they put it in a watery sphere and the player with the ice sword was like, wait a minute. Ice. Wait a minute. And then they just froze the creature in a big ball of ice and we're like, well, we did it, guys. He's he, he's dead. He's fucking <laughs> he's <laughs> he's fucking dead. <laughs> And I'm just like, yeah, you should probably get stuff. Can I guess? I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's, he's cryo frozen. Yeah. It just reminds me of the time that Wolverine survived trapped in an iceberg by eating his own flesh. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. God. Oh yeah, because he regenerates. He regenerates more f- than the calories he consumes. So <laughs> I, I, the science doesn't make any sense. Comic books. Yeah. Yeah. He also survived a nuclear blast. It was like, he was just a skeleton. He just regrew it all. So like, yeah, you know. he also came back from just being a drop of blood one time. That's so, true. Yeah. He regrew, regrew the anime, anime uh, yeah, uh, the like, skeleton. Like, yeah, yeah. Yes, he did free grow the anime. He did. <laughs> like, how did you do that from a drop of blood? I just, you know, it, it just works, you know, it's yeah. science. science it's yeah. uh, Batman recently survived a fall from space. I mean, yes. like I, do, I, I, yeah, no, I do. I do actually know of that one. Yeah. Okay. And then he references and he was like, eh, I'll be fine. I survived falling from space. And you're like, no, shut up. Fuck you. I just... <laughs> yeah. Oh, OK. What I, else? I, it's mostly been like the move of a rod, though, has been like such a fun like funny weapon, uh, I think during the the big and again I'll get to it in the recap story later's. But like when they fought the big boss dragon lady, they did the fucking critical role thing of like, yeah, I'm gonna go inside the dragon, and I'm like, way up his butt, Lordy. I'm like, okay, go inside the dragon. He's like, all right, I'm gonna put the, I'm gonna activate the immovable rod, uh, and then I'm gonna get the fuck out. And how much damage does she do? As she moves. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. I uh, that was fun. The answer they were looking for was it kills. It was no, it, it, did a, it, did do a, it did do a lot of damage, though. Mm. How did you calculate that? Uh, I looked up improv rules and I calculated depending on how, how her size. No, so I was like, OK, because I, I made uh, the final boss uh, colossal plus, I guess, in older editions, which normally a gargantuan sized creature is like what? five spaces five blocks 25 by 25 yes i believe so so she was like i think she was like 45 by 45 block uh squares wait 45 by so not five by five 45 by 45 sorry Mm -hmm. sorry not 45 by 45 yes sorry Uh, jesus so sorry i think she was seven by seven blocks i'm sorry or eight by eight i don't remember Wait, she was she was fucking she was huge she was fucking gargantic gigantic gargantic 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 
Among Us. Uh, I, I have, so it wasn't me who did it or was running it, but I have an honorable mention, which was <laughs> in uh, the, the game where I played both the College Tar and uh, version two of Samir. Uh, one of the guys that I was playing with, Lucy, his character had the like Minato from Naruto teleport shuriken or like a, a kunai things. And we infiltrated uh, the like enemy army's stronghold to rescue the prince or whatever. And he set up the most convoluted, complex, fifth dimensional, 12 brain. Like, he was like, okay, so these ones will let me teleport with someone, but these ones won't let me teleport with someone. So what I'll do is I'll go here and then I'll teleport back here and then I'll grab him and I'll take him and I'll teleport over here. And then what I'll do is I'll teleport over there to start to throw the guys off, but then I'll teleport back because they thought that I had the kid with me. So I'm gonna teleport back there and then I'm gonna take my long range one. I'm gonna teleport out of the city, but then I'm gonna go back to the city because they're gonna think that I went back into that. Like, I just, I just sat there melting as he like put together <laughs> this play and i could tell over discord the dungeon master was just like what are you <laughs> fucking talking about i'm just gonna say yes so i can get him to shut up yeah it was <laughs> hilarious i yeah yeah I, I i think that if i was a player i would definitely be laughing at that i don't know if i'd be laughing as the dm though no i mean <laughs> I, no, the I DM kind of just put his hands up and was like, I guess. I fucking guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame him. Um, I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was sort of, that was his reaction. Uh, I mean, I just thought of the one time that Matt was like, uh, so a werewolf comes out. And then puts on a wizard hat. Yeah. What was the actual name of that hat? I always forget the actual. Oh, like, hat oh. of wizardry. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I was like, it's. Yeah. It, it, I. It, I know it's probably hat of wizard something. But something. It'd be yeah. Really fucking lame if that was just. <laughs> I, so so I think I think the the real gem for the Snarla thing was. I, at literally every turn, we were expecting Matt to like be like, ah, I'm kidding. And we were like, <laughs> Matt, it, is that written? And he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, it is. <laughs> what? What do you, what do you it's mean that's just in there? A fun house dungeon. <laughs> For, for, the for, record, for the record, dear <laughs> listeners, this is the same Funhouse dungeon where Matt uh, homebrewed that the guy running the dungeon was like a Twitch streamer. Yeah. So it really was all bets off as to whether or not he was memeing or being genuine. And the amount of times he was being genuine was... Uh, uh, <laughs> it was 50-50, really. Yeah, it was 50 It was really uh, uh, concerning. <laughs> I really want to try and run the because I told you guys that they've made more like White Plume Mountains in later editions and stuff. There's I think there's three of them total. I'm gonna need you to repeat that. There's more. There, there. So total, there's the original White Plume Mountain that got reprinted multiple times. Mm -hmm. There's White Plume White Plume Mountain Two: Revenge of Carapus, and then the third one, which I don't remember. I don't remember the name of. Uh, but basically, it's each one is another funhouse dungeon, more wackier and crazier and deadlier. Like, I, there's, I think, uh, like, without spoiling one of them too much, 
in one of the dungeons, there's like, kind of like, uh, you know, the the tank room with all the, the, the you know, the yeah. lobsters and oh, the, yeah, the sea yeah, lions. Yeah. There's another one of those rooms, but instead it's an upside down pyramid. Oh, actually, they use this. this in Tomb of Annihilation. And inside the room is an invisible beholder. Nice. That you have to fight and survive. And I guess they ended up using that for Tomb of Annihilation. Oh, yeah, actually, I do remember that in Tomb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so apparently it came from that the second White Plume Mountain or third White Plume Mountain adventure. I. And it's like the players have to find something in the room while surviving this invisible fucking beholder. <laughs> yeah. Just it's fucking so dumb. flower bomb that boy. Hell yeah. Actual fucking insanity. <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, good. You know, and, oh. and here I was thinking about how, um, you know, uh, I, I, it was a goblin that uh, used Whelm, and Whelm was just like, I do not wish to be touched by this foul creature. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, wait. Whelm, pirate what, the fuck? No, Whelm was the, the trident, right? Yes. No, 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 that's was Wave. It? That was oh, wave. 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 Wave is the trident. Oh, yeah. Whelm was oh. the hammer? Yes. Yes. I. A part of me is like. Sorry, go on. No, I I, I was just saying that I I, I literally like just looked at them because we were talking about White Bloom. I was going to say a part of me thinks that putting those those artifacts is the dumbest shit. But also. There is. It's probably the most fun I've ever had in a one shot at any given time. Like. (laughs) Just the absolute nonsense that you can get up to in that one shot because yeah. you've got three artifact level weapons oh, and yeah. a pocket full of dreams. Like, yeah. I don't remember. There was a. Did you guys see that TikTok video where it was the guy, the dungeon master, explaining? He's like, listen, you know, in DD, you know, a campaign, it's okay to give your level three players, like, you know, you have a pal in the party, they're just at level three. Have their, you know, their their god, whatever. Just give them a holy avenger. I, just, you know, he has to. He needs it for an assignment, and your players will freak the fuck out because they just got this fucking omega like nuclear bomb weapon. I, and it's like, I, oh, if you're playing in a normal game I, where it's like, you know, you the magic item distribution isn't like crazy, and it's like if this is the only like omega nuclear weapon they found in the campaign so far, it's like, okay, sure. But it's it's like one of those things where it's like a it's going to ruin a fuck ton of combat encounters that the DM sets up. But at the same time, the player's enjoyment is going to increase tremendously because they just got a fucking holy Avenger. They're only level three. They're like, what the fuck? I, I OK, so I have I have a few problems with that. Yeah. Like I, I, I get, you know, players getting an item and it's like, oh, shit, brother, that's pretty rad. Ooh. It's like giving someone a sunblade and be like, hey, here's your lightsaber. Go have fun. Um, but like at, at, at the same time, like. I I feel like that would just make it boring. That's exactly I, what I was thinking. I just like, get bored. Like, OK, at so the paladin, point, yeah. the paladin has the sword of the, the awesome. I, I forgot the name of the sword from no, 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 the sword from uh, the South Park episode. So no. um, I think it's like a thousand truths or something. Uh, <laughs> he he's he's he just wins combat. Yeah, 
he, he he's the only one that matters in combat because he has the plus three he has the damage he has the ability to give everybody advantage on saving throws so we all have to huddle around him like it just mm-hmm. i don't know and anybody else playing is like well i have a i have a short sword yeah uh i can attack wizard, I, have a plus, wizard I found this plus one dagger just like all right. oh, oh buddy oh, that's yeah. that's that's real good for you wizard like, you're yeah, level good job three. mandolf go, go sit in the corner <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so you're just like okay so the paladin is the main character now yeah like doing things like that sure maybe in a one shot and you're just like lol here's your holy adventure then the paladin explodes because it, it mm. wasn't a holy adventure it was actually a it was a flower bomb in disguise um <laughs> baby uh, like, I don't know. It's it just, I, I feel like giving your players magical items like that, unless like they've done something really cool or, you know, specific to their story. Maybe, maybe not do that at level three. Maybe, yeah. maybe when, you know, the wizard can actually cast spells that aren't. Yeah. Magic so this missile. is a different, this is a different flavor of, um, I almost said flame blast. Wow. Please stop it. Uh, you know uh, look I got chromatic orb Mm. real cool guys it's just magic missile but different you know (laughs) that's why I'm a a big fan of the evolving magic item rules and such that you look up online and the wizard of the coast slash critical world did this with the vestiges and fucking upgraded armors and the dragon horde uh, items hmm which are cool. Like half, uh, half my players in Strixhaven right now have evolving magic items, and right now I think one of them just got theirs to like the the second stage. So he's like, "Oh fuck, this is this is sick." I actually, I I wouldn't mind the idea of like at level three you give your player a holy avenger, but it like it, it's typically just like a, a plus one sword, but when mm-hmm. you when either like. You have to make a roll to try to like activate its full form, and it let's say it gives you like one d four points of exhaustion, mm. uh, or it's like it, it's it, it works kind of like the uh, the fucking divine inspiration, like roll a d hundred to see if it activates. Mm. I think that would be really fucking cool, and that'd be really great narratively to be like you know the paladins are secret. He's not even like the main character. He's just like the surprise secret weapon. Really cool. You'd have to. That being said, you'd have you. It could not be just the level. It would like. This is what we said. Uh, what I said about in the the fucking divine intervention thing, right? Where it has to be either your level plus your you know whatever your spell casting mod is or your prof mod or something. It just like the the. It could the, also be, um, like if it's like a story thing, it would be specifically like again this is for like a paladin or cleric or whatever. Where it's like, hey, you're going in this dungeon. There's this one specific devil. He is going to murder the shit out of your party. I'm going to give you this Holy Avenger. Do not use it in the dungeon until you find this devil. You understand me? If you pull it out any other time before you fight that devil, it's going to disintegrate in your hands and then you will lose out. <laughs> so it kind of gives the paladin like, oh shit. All right. I got I got, hi- I got, I got to wait. I got to wait for my move. And then the paladin runs into four goblins and says, Fucking Holy Avenger. Yeah. Or he falls into a pit, you know, you know, fucking spike trap and dies. And you're just like, well, 
Does anyone who's else gonna, want the Holy Avenger? Yeah, who's gonna, who's gonna crawl down there and go get that, <laughs> get that sword? <laughs> go get that, bitch. Sell that for money. <laughs> money. <laughs> I like <laughs> money. Second they hand it to the bad guy. <laughs> the, the second they hand it to the fucking merchant, it disintegrates. They just look at him and, and then they run away. I hey, fuck. Goes <laughs> into fucking. No, takes his back. He's. Mm. Did I say holy avenger? I mean a holy disintegrator. Alright, right, don't worry. Right now it's just invisible. Slip it the looks tongue. like Slip it just the disintegrates the dust. It's just invisible. <laughs> <laughs> God. I you know it's funny, this whole episode I'm just thinking like Sam's not actually putting me on blast on purpose. But I'm definitely <laughs> being put on blast on some level. <laughs> because this, this is just me. Because I'm the guy. I, every mm. game I'm in, I'm consistently that fucking guy who's like, Hey, Dungeon Master, can I do this thing? And then they look at me like I've got eight heads, and I go, Well, you see, <clears throat> kind Dungeon Master. X, Y, and Z, therefore. And they just look at me like, I, I hate you. I hate you. So much. <laughs> like, I, mean, I, I you know. It happens. I in my first yeah. in my first campaign, I we had to fight a bunch of werewolves on an island. So I was I like, okay, this. yeah, yeah. Or I yeah. was like, all right. So if I make uh, uh, what did I, I? I made white phosphorus. Uh, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put liquid silver in the white phosphorus uh, solution. So uh, when the white phosphorus ignites, it'll vaporize the silver. And we'll just mustard gas the werewolves. And I, it was it like an hour of me and the GM debating on how much damage that could do, and like how it definitely should not be a level of cloud kill. And I agreed. I agreed. I think I, but I did make the argument it should work the way cloud kill does, where it like, you know, it lingers and it can go downstairs and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, was that a waste of an hour? Yes. Were the other players probably mad at me? Maybe. Was it worth it? Yes. Would I do it again? Absolutely. <laughs> I really did not want to fight those werewolves. Randomly. I mean, uh, the, you know what this really reminds me of? This reminds me of the holy water and the scabbard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Holy water yeah. and the scabbard. So, you were there, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Which are all there. This was a uh, curse of Strahd. So if you don't remember and to, to our dear listeners, uh, my character, Luca, was a was a smart young lad who was also a mystic and was uh, arguably this entire episode could be based around Luca. Let's be real. Um, and I was like, well, I don't I don't have any means to fight werewolves because they'll just heal from my psychic powers. No, my one weakness overcoming my psychic powers the thing that i didn't think you could overcome <laughs> so i my character i took two levels in fighter because josh's uh, uh warlock fighter took uh chronic long swords to the chest yep and with Good my times. with my newly acquired long swords i went oh these are awesome but i can't hurt the werewolves so we bought oh no 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 no, this wasn't for the werewolves because it was holy water. That's right. But I did use the silver short sword in the holy water. I poured a bunch of holy water into the short, the, the scabbard of my short sword. So if I, we were ever fighting like a, a vampire or some other evil beastie, I could quickly sheathe and unsheathe my sword, you know, as a free action. And I could, 
I could just get a one-hit, like, non-healable stab off. And every so often, I just kept re-upping by pouring water into my <laughs> scabbard. And, uh, thank God that sword was made of silver, because that would have been a rusty piece of junk after a few days. <laughs> Oops. There was also the exactly 37 vials of holy water that we made. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, what? Yeah. You were there, Matt. <laughs> I don't remember the that many vials. The vials I, of I, holy water? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so basically, I went up to Sam and was like, "Hey, bud, uh, how many how many vials, how many glass vials could I get for like ten gold pieces or something?" And he was like, "Uh, we'll call it thirty-seven. And I was like, "All right, cool." Uh, can't Barrick just make? Or no, it was a uh, Valente. I was like, "Can't she just make holy water because she's a paladin?" And Sam was like, "Uh, correct. Yes, she can." So I was like, "All right, cool." <laughs> so we're just gonna get a bunch of water. Uh, a sanctified water and have holy water hand grenades and I'm just gonna start chucking them at Strahd when the fight starts yeah you know just just players using their ingenuity to make an item to feel like hey we're gonna do this thing and then Strahd turned out to be a depressed uh, piece of shit but like you know a depressed asshole who like was kind of a homie at the end of the day <laughs> He wished for the ultimate death. He said, hey, guys, I want to take a ride on the sewer slide. Think you can help me, man. <laughs> um, I keep trying from these adventurers and they don't do the shit no more. Damn, he really said it just don't hit the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The other times that I do that, I'm now, now I'm scared. Now I'm thinking back. I'm like, I'm, I'm having like, have I been a villain the whole time? Montage in my head. I did this a lot. I've been the villain the whole time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> mm. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it, it happens. You know, you, sometimes you just gotta... You gotta be that guy. Now well, I just feel bad for anybody who ever DM'd for me. <laughs> got any comment on that, Josh? Uh, I mean, I mean, you definitely do be doing this shit. Like, I don't, I don't know what other way to slice it. But it's like, it's, I, it's, I, are you, are you the baddie? I mean, uh, maybe a little bit. The question is, will I stop? And the answer is no. 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 <laughs> Why did you both say it's so defeated? Because I know. <laughs> are we wrong? No. <laughs> and that's what makes it better. Yeah. But also worse. So, you know, just um Look, if you want to if you want to uh not be the the villain of the story, um just, you know, have these ideas and then just don't say anything. Or do them as the DM. Or that. Oh, I do. I do a lot. <laughs> yeah. Quite a bit, actually. Oh, please do uh, tell. Uh, so, one of the monsters in my setting is called a Pharaoh It's basically like a ten-foot-tall Velociraptor made of metal that can run faster than the eye can see. It's the highest. It's the fastest creature in the game. Uh, mm. Or it it counts as a vehicle, and it is the fastest vehicle in the game by technicality, by like a wide margin. And uh, it has a thing that if it moves a certain distance and it collides with you. 
it counts as a head-on collision, which in Hellscapes is 10d10, plus the standard collision, which is 3d10, and it does an extra 2d10 if it can move the full distance and you're prone. So one of my players was up against a wall, uh, sniping at it from across the map, and, you know, being the fastest thing in the game. Uh, yep. It, they, they shot the right or the rider got off so it started rampaging and I was like alright I'm just gonna roll to see what direction it goes in and uh, it just so happened on the D8 that it was going you know what, what is that 5 which is directly to the fucking left so mm. it smashed into her for a comical Four. amount of damage and I was like I was gonna do this anyway but this makes it even funnier. <laughs> Isaiah, I see the numpad notation has still not sunken in. Uh, left would be four. Because mm-hmm. the, yep. the numpad is nine, so you disregard the five. In the oh, middle. yeah, yeah. I, left would I be was four. thinking the D8, sort of. Yeah. I don't know. It felt that's weird how, to me for to do. That's how huh? it would. Four would be left. Oh yeah, I, I guess yeah. If you're if you're, mm. I don't like that. <laughs> Although, uh, well, I guess if you rolled a d8, it would come up at well. Mm. Here's the thing: if you're rolling a d8, it depends on if you're counting right to left, like if you're counting clockwise or counterclockwise. So actually, yeah, counterclockwise would be one. Two. So you could hypothetically, are you starting from the top? Yeah. All right. So, so be one, seven, two, position. three, four, five. So seven in that case. Yeah. Oh, then I fucked that up. She definitely shouldn't have been hit by that <laughs> fucking thing. Oops. <laughs> we will ignore this because uh, well, of the funny. you know what? You know, Siffy, I'm, I'm real sorry fought. about that. <laughs> Although, I'm going to be honest, Isaiah. That story I don't think is is the same as you coming up with weird, wacky, woohoo shit using mundane items. Mm, that's fair. That's fair. Because the you using wacky woohoo shit with mundane items was the, all right, we're going to take all the bolt gold, put it in a sleeping bag, tie it up with ropes, and then use levitate to move it. All right, listen, there, were a lot, there was a lot of uh, cooperation. There was a lot of ideas and, going and around there. Collaborating there. It wasn't just him. There were there was a lot. <laughs> I, yeah, okay, I mean, well, I, what if we fill up the skull? <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. There's a lot going around. Yeah, I mean, there, there was that, there was Operation Rocket Man, which is still probably my crowning achievement for, for destroying a GM's entire prep for one session. Mm. Probably a few set, probably like a month's worth of sessions, if I'm being real. Uh, oh. Yeah, I, I definitely told this story where where Cardell set us up at the bottom of a mountain, yeah, you, and we uh, really yeah, didn't yeah, want to yes. go up the mountain. Yes. Like, we fought with our tooth and nail to not go up this mountain because we didn't want to do the side quest. And then he was like, as you look up the mountain, you see like a manticore and weavern riders and Abby shy and a we in like a, a fucking, uh, a, what are the, 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 the four legged drakes, not this typical Drake. What's it called? The, um, Oh no, Matt, you had it in your game. It was the pet. Drake. Is it just a Drake? I thought it was something else. Uh, Oh no! I'm gonna be haunting my nightmares. Uh, it's just, it's I mean, just a Drake, my guy. It was a Jerry. Yeah, the, in the three-year game, they just had a pet Drake. Oh, right, unless, no, 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 no. unless you mean guard Drake. Guard Drake. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 There's ambush Drakes and then there are guard Drakes. Yeah, there's a bunch of those. So we 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 cast in large on our orc, and then we hit him with jump, 
and Fly and Longstrider and Haste and uh, uh, a lot. Uh, uh, a Shardalon. No, that that came out recently. We hit him with as many movement uh, uh, spells as we could, and we I did the math, and it was like. It wasn't breaking the sound barrier, but uh, it was enough to move up like a few thousand feet in a minute, like enough to scale a mountain. And, uh, you know, I know Cardell deep in his soul probably still has never forgiven me for that one. <laughs> probably not, no. I don't totally blame him for that, I'm going to be honest. That's, you know... That is fair. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Yes, Sam. Do you have somewhere you want to take us in this in this adventure? That I don't even know. I just I gone in a lot of directions. <laughs> I we've gone in a lot of directions. You know, that's kind of what I was hoping for. The chaos of. Just really fucking stupid shit, you know. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I have, I have, I will mention the meat cube story again. Killing mm-hmm. two players with a single magical item that you didn't intend to kill them with. They just went. Well, well, one player rather, almost two, almost two. Um, yeah, it could it could have been very very quickly too. Uh, the bag ending is a, is a great story. Hell Thank you guys. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I I think that a lot of people have come up with that story. Uh, to be fair, you can tear through the bag of holding on the other side. I just, I just didn't do it. Yeah, I, I recently read that because uh, my players, they're befriending uh, a monster that lives in their bag of holding. So. And it's like it could escape, but it likes it. It likes in here, and the players keep feeding it. Likes it likes to be likes in there. In we leave it, it open so that they can get some oxygen. Yeah, I like it now that they they send it uh like as a joke. They send it off, and they're like, "Hey, can you tell this other player who's on the other side of campus this one thing?" And they'll just see like you know other darkness in their bag with the two like lights for eyes, and then as the uh, the eyes kind of blink, it just turns into a normal backpack. And then the other player waking up, brushing their teeth, all of a sudden fucking large talon hand wakes up with a little sticky note from the other player and they're like oh god he's like fighting the bag it's actually kind of amazing I, I, I wanted the bag to just grow legs and walk <laughs> off but I like the idea that the, that the fucking what, the bag man just exists in utter darkness oh, so yeah. just a big hand comes out from under the bed and slaps him with a sticky note that says wake the fuck up that just, it just lives in all my players bags now just every single I, one I love this I'm gonna use this someday it's great um Oh no. Did. Hmm. I don't know if this counts. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on. I'm trying to remember exactly how it went because it, it was absolute nonsense. Hmm. So, okay, yeah. There was a bit. So, I, I, you all know the, the time I was a guest player playing as the, the, the summoner wizard. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And the <laughs> I was texted to be like, hey, uh, 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 Killian gave us this weird problem that we can't solve. Can you come in and break the game for us? And I was like, the fuck? <laughs> uh, it's fine. I'm not going to take that personally. 
So I jumped in and they were like, uh, uh, yeah, because they were like, oh, yeah. So this character was a hit with like magic crystal shrapnel and they're dying and we can't take it out because it's like the the weird uh, uh, adamantium spear from Hellboy too. You know what I'm talking about? Where it gets like bigger if you yeah, try to touch it. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like, what, what do? And I was like, oh, uh, this is actually pretty simple. So what you want to do, right, is you want to cast levitate on the person so they're off the ground. And then what you want to do is because the shards are not being worn or carried, you want to cast etherealness, which will make the person intangible. And because the shards aren't being worn or carried, therefore the shards should, in theory, just, just drop to the ground. So the person won't have the shards anymore. And then you drop the etherealness, you heal the person, slap them with a greater resto, wake their ass up and you're good. And they went, will that work? And uh, Killian, the same guy as the uh, uh, fucking uh, uh, teleporty fucking nonsense went. Yeah, nope. Uh, yeah, nope, nope, nope. I had this. Uh, this was supposed to be way more complicated, and now it's not. And I went. I. I'm sorry. <laughs> nice. So this is. I mean, honest- really is a an mo for you, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It actually it could have gotten worse because the whole end the whole thing with the end of the game is that they were supposed to fight a giant like evil phoenix and then he gave me a like he was like here you can pick one monster from the monster manual to summon with to for the fight it's like a, like a kaiju battle and I was like okay cool and I was gonna use the Colossus of Arcos which you know heals when it takes fire damage and I, I really wanted it I was I was gonna every fiber of my being was like shatter this encounter like an asshole. But I didn't because I'm not an asshole all of the time. And I told him, I was like, hey, look, I'm not going to use the the, 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 the fucking Colossus. And he was like, why? Hold on. Let me look at this character. You know what? Yeah. No, thank you for that. And I was like, yeah, but don't worry. I got you. I'm just a guest (laughs) player. I wouldn't do that to you. To be fair, him giving you carte blanche on that one probably was, uh, you know, a miscalculation on his part, to say the least. It was it was a miscalculation, but it w- it was based so like I made a bunch of checks that would determine the CR, and, and that like it just I think the Ar- Arcos is twenty one, and it was like okay that's your cutoff. I and, mean, uh, sure, hmm. but still probably, you know, still probably should have <laughs> I don't know said you can't pick something that's fire immune or some shit. Yeah, yeah, that is um. That is not an unfair thing to ask of somebody. <laughs> I mean, you can't use a phoenix. Damn. Yeah, right. I right. wanted to see Firebird fight. <laughs> you, or it's like, all right, cool. You picked the phoenix, but uh, for some reason, neither of these phoenixes are immune to each other's fire. So uh, here we go. That would be neat. I or actually just, like that. They inexplicably can beat the shit out of each other, but only each other. <laughs> That's like uh, that's like the CR thing with uh, the pit fighting when Matt's like, listen, you know, two barbarians fighting. Each one has rage. It's this fight's going to take forever. Let's just ignore rage like the the half damage thing, yeah. please, for love of God. I, I don't think that he did the first fight with. Uh, no, he didn't. Uh, he did not. The first something. Time. That, what was his name? Uh, Kern? Something like that. Yeah. Kern yeah. the hammer. Burn the hammer. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. that fight taking. It, it actually didn't take that long. It, it did take a while, but considering that it was just. Okay, roll, meat, roll 2d20. <laughs> considering it was big, meaty men slapping meat. Mm-hmm. It was two big, meaty men slapping meat, and it was always the same damage because yes. unarmed strikes, if you're not a monk, it's just like it's one plus strength. Mm-hmm. It, it took forever. 
However, it was quite streamlined for something that took forever. I mean, I think I think uh, I think Mr. Mercer figured out in that scenario pretty quickly why you don't do that sort of thing in 5e without making some sort of homebrew rule situation. True. Because otherwise it just becomes kind of a boring D20 fest. That's why one one V one one V one fights. Nah, not exciting. Not not the 5e style system. Um, I don't know. I, I've sort of seen it done a few ways. Uh, the one that I like the most is like the best of three duel mm. where two players roll a D20 and, you know, assuming you're at a roughly equal level and you have roughly equal stats, it really comes down to like the dice roll and the stuff you can put on top of your dice roll, like mm. inspiration or having the duelist feet that's, and whoever rolls that's home, higher. That's homebrewing. I know it is. That's that's kind of why I'm explaining it. No, I know, but I literally just said doing a 1v1 fight isn't interesting unless you do some kind of homebrewing. And then you just said, no, I don't think so. You can homebrew it. As, as you, that's literally no. what I just said. My look. I'm saying using the default rules. Yes, okay. Yes, to that, 1v1 yes, fight. I mean, I mean, you could do the anime tournament, Yu Yu Hakusho shit, if you really want to. You can, like, all right. The, the thing about the, the rules are not really set up like the the combat system is not for most turn turn based like RPGs of that nature are not set up in such a fashion to like for one V one to work very well. So mm. it's probably going to be case where somebody gets like locked down or somebody just steamrolls the other person and just keeps doing the same thing. That's going to keep working. And the other person doesn't really have a response, you know, like it's going to be a lot of like the same shit over and over and over because you just have an optimal thing to do and because there's no one else around to like influence the scenario you can just keep doing the thing that keeps working Mm -hmm. i i feel i don't know i i i i I, i'm just thinking of yesterday josh with that one dude acting like a monkey in street fighter 6 i don't don't bring that up (laughs) <laughs> Come on, it was Don't so fucking that shit made me so, oh, I lost to a fucking tilt uh, fucking spammer ass noob and it, it was it was one of those scenarios where the thing he was doing I was like oh I know how to deal with this but he just kept doing it so much that my brain was like no you need to do something else but I really didn't need to do something else because he kept doing the same thing over and over and over so I just it was like he played so stupid that I got stupid with him Mm, I understand. Was, he, he literally forced an orb of confusion. Out yeah, of it was <laughs> bad because he just kept doing. So he would just spam the token at me. And then as soon as I got close enough, he would just jump in on me. So all I had to do was anti air the man. But like it was that thing where after the fourth air, you know, jump in a row after the fourth jump in in a row, I was like, well, surely he won't do it a fifth time. And then he did it a fifth time. <laughs> It just reminds me of so, run up grab five times yes, in a row. Yes, puts it's exactly down. the same thing. It's what Ant did. Yes, it's exactly what Ant did to me. Where I was like, well, surely he won't do it a fifth or sixth time. And then and he proceeded to do it. And then he, I okay. just, I really love the look. If you look at the recording of the video, you can see where his inputs <laughs> yes. just stop. <laughs> just stop. Such a control. 
uh yeah so yeah that was that was fun that man got me real tilted last night and then i proceeded to play more street fighter and ended up lower rank than i started and i was just like cool guess i'll kill myself no i didn't know that Uh, yeah yeah (laughs) i kept playing i played for like another three hours it just kept getting worse and i was like cool i'm in the i'm in the fucking the toilet spiral I know this no, feeling. I've been here before. Buddy. It's that thing we do where the more oh. you play, the worse you get because you're so fucking like you're just you're just lost in the sauce. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I. I. Good times. Wow. Um. That has yeah, nothing to do with I mean, No, it has literally. I mean, listen. Are 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 we are we a tabletop podcast or are we uh, three other uh, podcasts in a trench coat called the tabletop podcast? (laughs) Yes. I don't know. I I, okay. um, So I I this isn't stupid shit, but I did pull up some notes uh, of magic items that I I was like, yeah, I'll make that one day. Uh, Deck of many veggies. Uh, it's like a deck of many things, but it just spawns vegetables. Nice. Well, okay. No, I, 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 so usually, usually Sam's dumbass ideas are spawned by a dumbass thought that someone else had. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I need to know what moron came up with that. I'm pretty sure it was me. I'm pretty sure I was like, what's a way to get someone to be like, I have a deck of many things. I can do the funny thing. And then it just spawns spawns a cucumber on them and they just, uh, (laughs) wait a minute. Oh God. Um, there's also uh, Schrodinger's barrel. It's a barrel that doesn't exist unless the players are observing it. Wasn't that my thing? Didn't I talk about Schrodinger's barrel? I think so. It's just so fucking funny. Uh. Okay. Um, oh yeah, it was because it's when we were playing fucking Avernus and Josh had the weird <laughs> artifact or I had the weird artifact where I could see the barrel, but it wasn't there anymore but Josh couldn't see it so he was like, Isaiah, are you fucking blind? What do you mean there's a fucking barrel there? And I was like, bro bro, there's a barrel, don't gaslight me like this um, No, I think the better gaslighting event was when Isaiah saw an NPC on the map that everyone else was like that's not there bro, what are you talking about? Having a meltdown. No, yo, y'all don't need, I was actually getting tilted because I thought you were actually <laughs> gaslighting me. And I was like, no, fuck you oh, guys. No. There's oh, something God. there. I literally see it. Or when we did the I workshop. I don't know what you're talking about. When we did the workshop watches one shot on fucking roll 20 and one of the NPCs, the position didn't update. So it was uh, Cardell. His, he moved his character past and he was like, do I get an attack of opportunity? I was like, no, you're still in this threat range. And he's like, but I moved over here. And I'm like, yeah, you're still this. And we must have gone back for five minutes before I was like, wait a minute. What do you see on your screen? Because <laughs> <laughs> on his screen, the NPC was like website. one square down. So he moved out of his attack range. But on my screen, he was one square up. So he's still within his attack range. <laughs> oh, that happens all the time. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. It was funny. You would think, right? Because this has happened to us maybe five or six times in totality. Too many times. At some point, you would think one of us go, okay, wait, Wait. share screenshots. It never has. (laughs) Just never. Eventually, we get get to that point. We just, you know, it takes a couple of minutes. Yeah, it takes You basically... It, it turns into the like, why are you looking for clothes at the soup store? Yes. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, that's um, exactly what it turns into. 
I have, uh, I also have Fuckbringer, but it's Fuckbringer because uh, it, it's a knuckle weapon, so it only goes over the four knuckles. So you only get four letters. It's just. This man out here doing the fucking cloudy with a chance of meat all the fur. The flimdin the fur. It's just like, yeah, yeah. The fuck burger. Oh, I don't like the way that sounds. You know, just a monk weapon. And then there's, I know this one came up when we were playing something. I don't remember specifically what, but it explodes into snakes. It's just a quarter staff. And when you hit something, you can cause it to explode into snakes. I'm still mad that they only put that in Volos and now Volos guy is gone. Like, fuck you, fuck you, wizard! Just, just make it a spell or make it a magic item. It used to be fuck. a spell. There was a spell called yeah. Sticks to Snakes. Sticks to Snakes. Yeah. It's my favorite D and D spell ever. Because <laughs> they only gave so it to stupid. you on T. It's, it's literally just I'm a cleric. You just throw a snake and it sticks. becomes a snake. <laughs> now it's a snake. And how did me and Sam discover that spell? Playing that weird Shadows of Mistara beat 'em up D and D game. I I. It's a fucking great beat-em-up game, and you know, I, I'm pretty sure that that's a biblical reference, and that's why clerics have uh, probably, it. Probably. Like, probably. I mean, it's it's Moses. Um, yeah. Actually. He, he, he made his staff into a snake, but like, you know, it just... I, still funny. Still, still really funny, and just the idea... Just like... Hey, wizard, uh, so you, you hit him uh, with your quarter staff, the quarter staff explodes into snakes. What do you do? He's <laughs> like, my what? <laughs> the, uh, the what? <laughs> my what exploded into what? Uh, uh. Go, going back to the deck of many vegetables. <laughs> oh God, that's stupid. What you said again? <laughs> what do you? Uh, <laughs> what, what are you guys' thoughts on like the deck of many things, just as a, as a magic item in general? Because I. I because I, I told you I got it in Joe's like around the world in 80 days campaign mm. for a little bit. And I, I do have like a kind of like special place in my heart for it just because of how fucking nuts it is. So but it is like a campaign destroyer. Like I, I think it is so fucking stupid that this item <laughs> exists, but I also think it's hilarious right? that it exists. Like it's such an in-between for me. It's like, yeah, 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 my players can just destroy the campaign if if they like roll a specific way, but also do it, coward. Also, they Wrong can get a uh, they can get a plus two to any stat. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy, but they could also just die. <laughs> oh, they <or> just die. <laughs> I honestly, I don't know what to think about it because on one end, he who who random funny times, but also like it's and I, th I'm this is nowhere near an original thought. It's ability to just derail the game to the point where you're like, well, what, what do we do now? Is like definitely a real thing you got to watch out for. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Embrace the chaos. Let the darkness into your heart. Look, Get the only one allowed to darkness. destroy people's work as a DM is me, uh, not random tables. Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, that is, yeah, you know what? Good point, Isaiah. Way to be a giant hypocrite. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to put it, if you're going to give it to your players, embrace the chaos, let it, let ever, whatever happens, happens, mm -hmm. and just be prepared to go from there. And if you yeah, don't yeah. want to deal with it, don't. Give it 
to your players. Right. I mean, because it's, it's not just, full. Just give it's it to your level three players. Let them summon the avatar of Death. Shrimple. Yeah. That's it. It's like they, they don't find the full deck whenever they find it. It's like there are a couple of cards missing, which is like it gives the DM a little bit of leeway to like kind of pick and choose what they want. They're like, all right, I'll take the big like campaign destroying cards out. And maybe one or two cards I don't want the players to have, like instant level up or some, I don't know, whatever. It gives you a little bit of uh, wiggle room, but not not a whole lot. I mean, yeah, sure. But like, honestly, I feel like, all look, if you're going to bring an item like that into your game that, you know, hey, we're back on topic. Sam talking about weird items ruining games or yeah. or causing things to happen. Um, yeah. I think you just got to give it to your players and sort of be prepared at, at a moment, like at any point, like I know I gave this to my players, so I have to be ready for something insane to happen and I have to be flexible enough to deal with the insane thing. Mm-hmm. And if you're really, really not willing to do that, then like, don't even tempt it. Cause like, cause you might talk yourself into it and be like, Oh, but they could just get like plus two to a stat. It's like, yeah, they could. Or they could go to, you know, the Astral Sea. It's like... Or they could be killed by the Avatar, the Avatar of Death. death. Yeah. Or their soul yeah. could literally be ripped from their bodies. So it's like, put it in there. And, and you know what? If you want to, like, allow your players to use it, but you, you want to control the chaos a little bit, then just say to your players, hey tell me when you're going to use the deck or only use the deck at the end of session. Like just, just have the social contract of like, do not use this until the end of session. That way, whatever, if something normal happens, no biggie. If something crazy happens, I have the time to prepare and prep whatever I can respond to the crazy, you know, don't do it at the beginning of a session. And if your players ignore that, then, uh, you know, they're being poop. What happens, happens. I mean, because there's that cool improv, like, reaction on the DM's part of, like, uh, I, I get it, because if anybody hasn't watched, there's the, uh, the, the, I forgot what it's called, but it's when the players fight each other in Matt's uh, game. Uh, yeah, the it's the rails. second one where Grog pulls five cards out. Ooh. It's like my favorite scene in Critical Role ever. Jesus. And each one, like, there was a couple of negatives, but, like, just, you know, Matt Mercer reacting. I think the best one was when he pulled the one that summoned the level four fighter. That was a Goliath. He's just like, <laughs> I'll protect you, my liege. He's just was like, all right, we're fighting a dragon. The level four guy's like, a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it is worth mentioning, too. Like, how are there? Uh, I don't think that many of the things in the deck are that campaign destroying anyway right like uh, I know it's, it's literally 50 50 I think Don John yes. literally puts you in an extra dimensional sphere that character is gone yeah, unless uh, you can avatar of death can just kill you yeah I um, thought that and like you, you can't be restored to life Void literally rips your soul from your body and throws it into a random place right but like what's uh, the ratio I think it's literally um, 50-50. Let's see. Of like campaign uh, destroyers. Vizier is good. Yeah. Sun is good. I moon is good. Star is good. Um, well, actually, it's for game destroying, it's probably 25%. Is, 
good. That's kind of what I'm saying. Like, uh, yeah. Bates mm. is good. Uh, this is six out of what twenty two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, Throne is good. That's seven. But uh, that can literally derail the campaign. Key gives you a rare or well, rarer that, magic weapon. Derailing counts. Derailing yeah. counts is a problem. Um, Knight gives you just a guy. Pretty dude, funny. Level four fighter is pretty funny. Uh, so that's nine. That's good. Gem is good because it just gives you money. So that's ten. Uh, Talon just fucking destroys <laughs> everything you own. Every magic item you care. Where's uh, the carry? That's the thing, though, right? So that's that's rough. But like the campaign goes on. I, yeah. you know, it, it goes on. But like, bruh, imagine you're kitted up and you're like, oh, all yeah. right, guys. Oh, yeah. We're, we're at the end of the campaign. Draws it, talents, everything disappears. You're in your undies now. Oh, yeah, you're going to yeah. be real sad. But, like, um, you know. That includes the deck, I think, because the deck's. Yes. Yeah. Probably. The yeah, deck I mean, is the, a magic <clears throat> item, so it's just goes. Yeah, the only way to not get fucked with that is you have to take everything you're wearing off and ha- hand the deck to someone else, and you have to draw from their hand the deck. <laughs> Because if you summon, if, if you summon the Avatar of Death, you know you're probably going to be like. <laughs> you just at that point. Yeah, exactly. Like here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? The, yes, you you summon the Avatar of Death. The Avatar of Death can only deal about two d eight damage around, if assuming it hits, because it only got one attack per round. So it's two d eight. If you're high enough level, that's fucking bitch numbers. You're good. Um, now. Yeah, but like, Avatar of Death is only a problem if you. Like you're not above level ten, right? Really? Yeah. Anyway, because like it has half your hit points and it has an AC of twenty. You're it's, not going to uh, be able to outrun it, but like, yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not the the Reaper from Persona. No. <laughs> uh, and I believe like, if someone else tries to fight it, it just spawns another one. And then, yep. So if you, I, but I don't believe it's like a it's a recursive thing. So fucking, it, you know. Grog Strongjong the Barbarian fights his avatar of death and mercs the shit out of it, which he probably will. Then he can merc the shit out of yours, and then you're good. Yeah. yeah. I told you about um, the time I 1v1 mine, and that, God, that sucked. Idiot is just hilarious because you lose two to five intelligence. <laughs> that yeah. was very funny. Uh, Flames just makes a de- like a devil is now your enemy. They just like, hey, you'll fuck that guy in particular and try to ruin your life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which could be campaign destroying if your DM is just like, hey, yo, literally everything around you is going wrong and it's that guy's fault. Yeah, hey, what are you guys all so for? Uh, have you met Garion? Like, oh. <laughs> um. Donjon is again you just get yeeted into an extra dimensional sphere all of your shit is gone and if like you can't be found through divinimate divinity divination. divination magic god brain just real 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 shit the bed right there um but a wish, only a wish can tell you where it is what the fuck uh, and you're just <laughs> gone yeah Bye. it seems like a lot of these aren't necessarily campaign destroying which I think is ruin you know. is uh so basically everything but magic items <laughs> I'm sorry ruined businesses buildings and land you own are lost in a way that alters reality the least <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the building just disappears 
No, it's not the orphanarium. No. <laughs> oh god, the orphans. Um. Uh, Riala just makes you take negative two penalty to saving throws while cursed. Only a god or the magic of the fates <laughs> card can end this curse. Yo, that's, that's just ruining the character. Just kill yourself now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Um, rogue, a non-player character of the DM's choice becomes hostile towards you. Uh, that means that like the DM could be like your 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 favorite companion, the person that's been helping yeah, the group all the time honestly, now just hates that guy. And like that one's just, just kind of like a you know the wait, DM can fuck with you. Yeah, here's the thing: I, the vibe I'm getting from a lot of these is that they're not necessarily gonna destroy a campaign. They'll like shift the tone or whatever or boost a character up or they'll fuck pretty badly with a single character but like it seems like most of these you can move on you know so i, I mean, say void fuck and donjon are, are are like the ones those that are like a hey, yo it's campaign ruining roughest. for the player <laughs> the for that yeah. one player yeah <laughs> i mean that character you maybe just say fuck it to but here's the I thing mean, if you're the player drawing from the deck then you gotta know that's on the table well it's hilarious because it's just you lose 10,000 experience and then you draw again. I draw again, yeah. I mean, I did just see the sun. You gain 50,000 XP in a wondrous item uh, randomly yeah. appears in your hands. You know, that's kind of wacky woo, but like. You just get another <laughs> deck of many things. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, no. But like, you know, it seems like most of these are pretty bearable to deal with. So, quite frankly, I think yeah. people have over exaggerated the like terrors of the deck. I believe I mean, I they were far the worse thing. back in the day. Oh, I'm sure they, they were worse back in the day. They also usually give deck of many things to like newer lower level players and it's just like well what do we do like yeah we 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 as a level three player did not pay attention to the fact that the the avatar of death is probably going to be well out of my kill range at level three yeah what do we do explode but also when the avatar of death kills you they just peace out like bye yeah but like you're you're dead dead like that character that character's dead but like Mm. you know whatever uh, Uriala is very funny though. Like, just hey, you take Midas two to all saving throws ever. That's oh. rough, but you could play that way. What? You eh. could, but it's just like you could play. It's just rough, Bruh. Yeah. Well, we Bruh, like called hardcore mode. <laughs> I mean, it's not like that's not so bad that you're like unusably fucked. You know? Yeah. yeah. At lower levels, it's gonna be a little meaner, but you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, at lower I, levels, you're probably looking at, you're looking at negatives. Yeah. Also, some of Maybe. those cards are only available in the full 22 True. Uh, decks. True. Yeah. So like, uh, the, 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 the worst ones are literally only in the 22. Right. Yeah. yeah. The Vizier, the, the Fates, Ahmed. So, uh, yeah, quite frankly, at this point, Idiot. fucking Idiot. <laughs> screw it. Just give your fucking players the deck. It's not a big deal. Just deal with it. That's what I said. What could possibly go wrong in magic school? Yeah, exactly. You're gonna give your players the a deck, Matt? It's funny, wacky woohoo times. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think you should, Matt. I think you should record. I the mean, whole it would session. honestly fit a magic school game. Plus, <laughs> hey, you know what? You're you're rocking up and you're like, man, I don't know if I totally have like an idea, you know, or not that I don't have a plan, but if you're feeling like the campaign is uh, you know, it needs a little spice you need up. To spice or it up. Yeah. You throw the deck out of a goal, uh, let's see. Maybe it'll give me an idea. I, Maybe it won't. I'm in the, the same vein of the deck of many things. There's this magic guy that came out in Tasha's, the chief of uh, Dalnar. 
Yeah, I really love this magic item and I want to use it so bad. Both as a player and as a DM. I have not heard. It's of like this. you can either draw a tooth. Yeah, it's like you. It's like a bag of teeth. You can either put the tooth in your mouth or you can plant it. And depending oh, on yeah, what you yeah, do, yeah, yeah, yeah. gives you different effects. Yeah. So like if you if you like. Uh, oh, I, I'm sorry. The, the the staring cats of. <laughs> Nine cats just get summoned. Yeah. Nine cats. Where you summon a commoner. <laughs> <laughs> That's one. Of them. Like the summons are pretty funny. It's like you summon I one dude. My just... family eating dinner. Yep. Why am I in a cave now? Yep. It's, it's like, what do I? What do I want? Do I want to have sanctuary on myself for an entire day? Or Steve? Or do I want to just summon a bruh? Yeah. Like a, just random Jack. Hey, hey, bud. What's your name? Um, Fred. What, what were you doing before this? Eating dinner? Oh, that's a shame. Oh, no. I just Why see one that says you can summon one of Freedy, and now I'm just thinking about Shango <laughs> planting the tooth just to go beat the Freedy's ass. Yeah, he just says, like, "Give me your skin." And so the other thing oh I think is cool, like you don't have to have like the bag. You could just pick one of these teeth and just give it to a player, and just like there you go. Like there's so much shit they can do with this. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, I, it's also, horrifying. It's, it's like, oh, do I want to give my player a mind flare tooth? Also, I didn't know mind flare had teeth. Horrifying. Well, they're squid, so yeah, they have to. How do they? How else do they eat the brains? True. Mm. Um, also, you know, you could just, you know, I know Wizards hasn't given you permission, but if you want, <laughs> you could just look through all the cards in the deck of many things and just comprise a deck of things that you're willing to deal with. I mean, that's what uh, isn't that the, the Matt Colville video where he's like, you know, just pick and choose. He's like, you could just like choose yeah. what they're going to get. Yeah. And then you just put it on the top just of the pick deck. And, choose. <laughs> and it's like it makes it seem like they. Oh, pulled. Well, well, I'm not saying I'm not saying literally decide what they draw. I'm just saying reduce oh, yeah, the number the of deck, potential yeah. cards down to only the ones you're willing to deal with and then let them mm. draw. But you could also yeah. just pick it. But I don't want to. Here's the thing. Just picking it ruins my fun. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so I still want yeah. them to. Pick no, I'm something. just saying that that's an option. It is, but like that's a, the least a newer fun DM option. doesn't want to like. Well, yeah. a newer DM probably shouldn't give their players the deck of many things at all. TV. I. Yeah, I think it's you know it's one of those do. things like uh, there are certain things in the game they're not labeled as such, and I I don't even know how you would do it, but there are certain things in the game that it's like not. It's almost like they should have a little sign that says this is not to be used by newer DMs. Don't use this unless you're confident in their experience, you know? Yeah. Like there's, there's just the, certain um, things. There's the I actually use uh, sometimes the XP to level three PDF he gave out where it's like the magic item tier lists. And it's like, you know, what's uh, what is, you know, what is classified as a rare item, but it is actually like a legendary item or what is an uncommon item that you should definitely not give your level one players no matter how much they ask. <laughs> like... Uh, well, look. That's, and some some of them on there are like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because you don't realize how potentially powerful they are, or what kind of like, yeah. you don't realize the ramifications necessarily. Like uh, cloak of uh, what's the the displacer cloak? Oh yeah. How the fuck yeah. is that a rare magic item, Wizards of the Coast? What the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, but here's the thing though, that one isn't gonna like destroy your game. That's just gonna make one no, player. No, it, it's just cake. annoying. Oh yeah. It's just gonna be one beefy boy. Hmm. But yeah, there is some 
yeah, there's just certain things as a newer DM that it's almost I almost feel like it should be labeled as like for experienced players only. And the deck of many yeah. things is one of those. Like if you're a new DM, don't just don't, don't just hand it out. It. Unless you yeah. just unless you're a fucking chaos goblin, in which case you do you, bro. Hell yeah, Go bro. crazy. Yep. No fucks to give, even yeah. if I tried. Yeah, if you just <laughs> completely apathetic to the whims of, of the dice, then go for it, bud. Yeah, I'm looking at the, the XP PDF. He has like, so it's like, you know, white is fine, then yellow, then orange, and then red is no-no zone. And basically, deck of many things, a free bottle, ring of three <laughs> wishes, all like red glowing Ew, don't no-no. Don't give your new player's wish. That's just, no. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what not. you can do? Give them a coin of decisionary. Mm. The it's, fuck does that do? It's basically just a magic eight ball that's a coin. Yeah. Oh. I think it's from the Acking book. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's just it's just a coin you can flip. Yep. Uh, and at first it doesn't actually give you any like it, it really just is a magic eight ball. But then as you rank up, it's like, ah, this is actually like giving me good advice. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> do I trust yeah. my gut or do I trust the eight ball? Yeah, I mean, you have to, you have to make check, but, you know. You know what's fascinating? Mm. You mm. would think that me, of all people, would want pretty much as soon as physically possible to get the wish spell. And I can say I've never really wanted it. <laughs> no? No, oh. you have never really been like, God, you know what? I would I, I would want a wish spell and then I would do this and then I would do never. Like just never. I don't know. It, you'd think because I, I, I'm the guy where it's like, I'm just going to use semantics to do what I want. But no, I never had it. I mean, uh, it, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't really care for the wish spell in general. Like it. Wait, 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 but this coming from the guy who wants to do anything. Well, actually, no, wait, that's Josh. I'm sorry. It's it's literally that, but that's the spell. It's the I can do anything spell. Yeah, but I want to be able to cast the do anything regularly. That's, ah, that's true, very true. different. This is I want to make the spell that does the thing that I want. Not mm. I get to cast wish maybe once or twice in my lifetime. Yeah. Uh, and it does the one thing that I wanted to. It's a very big difference. Yeah, true. I just got to be the new sorcerer when that comes out. I'd probably just yeah. wish for something dumb, like give me, let me concentrate on more than one spell at a time. Give me a little goblin companion that casts spells for me. Yeah, nice. that too. I think, uh, and this he is lives in my hat. The three year game. I think Joe, when he got to like 20th level, he cast it like three or four times. That is very lucky. Wait, like. Yeah. And he, he used like the full did, I gave the pl- yeah, he basically they they hit level 20. This was at the end of the campaign right before they were going to go fight the big bad. And so yeah. I'm like, I gave them like a certain amount of downtime for the big fight. And so he's like, all right, we have this many weeks. I'm going to cast with I'm going to try to cast wish once, you know, those weeks, because I think it has a week time limit if they do something other than cast an eighth level spell. Yes. And he managed to get like well, isn't four it? wishes before he rolled uh, below the level and you can't cast it in there. <sighs> isn't it only a week if um, you succeed, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. So he, he got it four times in a row before. God damn. <laughs> yeah. Wild enough. I, yeah, seriously. That's what I was saying. Uh, oh, what the f- That's what I was saying. I don't know what I said previously. Mumbled that. 
it is a funny thing that this is which sort of comes with the same unspoken connotation of the like technically a natural 20 on a skill check does not mean you can do whatever like you can automatically succeed i was Mm. thinking of uh divine intervention but yeah wish to (laughs) not to well because uh for because wish it very specifically says you can just wish for something and then the dm says no to you it's like too stupid well, Divine intervention is a little different because, like, ultimately the GM decides them damn self who like like what exactly happens. Yeah, I mean the thing about it, I don't, I don't, I don't. Does it say you could literally just say no? Yeah, it it just said it could just not work. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, wish, wish, and divine intervention. I, I think. Uh, I, th- I think the way to handle those. Since, you know, especially on the topic of like potentially ruining campaign with wacky woohoo thing, which I think Mm -hmm. is kind of really where we've landed with this discussion, less so than about magical (laughs) items or otherwise. I mean, it was kind of the the idea. You got to like. I don't want to say compromise necessarily, but you need to figure out what the like, re- I guess compromise is the word. You got to kind of figure out the reasonable middle ground with this shit because, you know, yeah, you could tell your player no if they wish for something too stupid, but I feel like it's much better to try and go, OK, no, you can't be king of the entire universe, comma, however, maybe you can be on the council of the lords of the universe or something, you know, like try and figure out those like, yeah, like as I was saying, the natural 20 doesn't mean you could do anything, but you kind of want to give them something. But, you know, also don't be a salty player. And if your DM just says, you know, if, if your DM is like, no, you can't have that crazy ludicrous thing you just asked for that, you know, is a crazy and ludicrous thing, then like, don't be surprised and or salty when they try and like reel it back a little bit you know yeah if you wish if you wish to succeed on every uh, and on every check saving throw and attack you ever make and the gym goes yeah i understand that uh, you're probably a goober for asking for that in the first place yeah well with that particular question i as the gm might go well i'm not going to give you that but maybe i'll give you like some sort of ability that you can spend to auto succeed on a check X number of days or something, you know, like that would be where I would try to meet meet in the middle on that one. Cause you know, it's the improv joke. You want a yes hand or no, but right. This is where the no buts come in. Nope. But I, uh, Oh, no, go for it. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, it, honestly, it's one of those things where it's like bad DMs and or no, not even just bad DMs, bad players and, and bad players and bad DMs, just bad mm-hmm. to everybody. People being human beings, being shitheads ruin it for everyone a lot of the time, because a lot of games are not willing or kind of scared to put this kind of like. If, if D&D was being made with the current team and wish was not something that existed prior, it probably wouldn't be in the game, you know? Because they would be too afraid to put something as ridiculous as Wish in the game because shitheads ruin the fun. Like, this is why we can't have nice things and shitheads ruin the fun for everyone. So, yeah, if you're one of those people who, like, looks at Wish and is like, how can I destroy the campaign? It's like, fuck you. You're the problem. (laughs) You know, (laughs) or if you know you're asking for something ridiculous, like, come on, you're the fucking problem. You know what I mean? 
you gotta be reasonable. Like, don't don't ruin it for everybody else, because that's what happens. This, this shit happens in video games all the time, too. Oh, what's this cool, fun, powerful thing we found? Oh, no, we're not allowed to have that fun because some asshole used it to, like, destroy the economy of the game. Cool. Never mind. You're know, like, or, uh, what was that? What was that? Ice Axe and oh, Frost yeah. Stomp or some yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, look how look, I could just cheese every single encounter in this fucking well, that thing game. was just like ludicrously mm. OP. That was kind of an overlook. But yeah, similar vibe. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? The the you'll have my moon veil and my moon veil and my moon veil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very funny. So annoying, especially because, you know, in a tabletop game. Powers like wish and divine intervention really are the kind of thing that you can only do in a tabletop game. They really exemplify mm-hmm. the, the you know, I, I say this shit all the time. Lean into the strength of your medium. You know, if you're doing an animated movie, lean into the fact that you can overdo exaggerations. You can push expressions. You can push crazy color palettes. If you're doing a live, you know, traditional live action movie, lean into the fact that you can really get something out of like actor performances and ad libs and shit. You know, when you're getting into the, you know, if you're doing a video game, one one of the things you can lean into is like control scheme and like tone, like feel of like stuff like menuing and like hit stopping and shit, you know, stuff you could really like fine tune in the tabletop space. Lean into the fact that you have this all powerful, limitless um decision engine that is the human brain like i don't know how to phrase it but you have this like infinite possibility machine that is five human brains sitting at a table bouncing off each other so spells like wish and divine intervention are really fun because they lean into the medium so yeah lean into them and use them but don't be the one asshole at the table who ruins it for everyone else (laughs) Ah, you know seems like a like a, a thing that people are just going to continue to do for the rest of their lives because oh I know uh, people will but I'm trying to discourage as much I, as I, I'm trying to be you know be the energy you want in the world you know I I, I, I understand but I, I've dealt with too many <laughs> oh, people exploiting random things in video games to get it completely oh, like nerfed into oblivion it's, it's like uh, you know the amount of times that uh, I don't know Blitz has had an issue or fucking um, Jaeger and Siege where it's just like <laughs> yeah they just they just do wild things and they're just like alright well, now we have to nerf the character because yeah. or remove a character from the game I mean that's, that's still hilarious but like yeah. you know it's like people can't be trusted no it's so actually true, but uh, you know it's one of those things where in the again another benefit of the medium or the hobby is in the table spot space if the people can't be trusted, you just remove them from your table. It's got a very good mm. uh, self uh, self cleaning system. The <laughs> mm. uh, so Matt. Mm. If I was a player in your game, theoretically, mm. what would it take for me to get a mech suit? A magic mech, mech suit? suit? Uh, I mean, well, there is that one from, was it Lost Minds of Kowalsh? Yeah, the, the something, the armor of Luko. Power power armor i think it actually is literally just called power armor oh no no yeah there's that but i mean i mean like oh do you talk about the thing from tasha no no he wants a gundam no 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 no, not a gundam not 20 meter tall mech a 10 meter tall mech okay so like uh give me me like a five meter tall mech you want like a a space marine in mech form i want like uh 
He wants to pilot a transformer. I more like yeah. the, like yeah. Diva's thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that. Well, you I want to play a gnome and get that. I was gonna say you had the idea of playing the armor artificer as that, and I didn't tell you no. No, you didn't tell me no, but I, I liked I, was, uh, I, I was liked playing board. literal Iron Man a little bit more. <laughs> I, don't know, I guess would have been a very different campaign. Yeah, yeah. would have been a different character. Oh. That's for sure. Uh, I find it because it's it's a new it's an item that came out in Tasha's that's yeah, actually the, really the mighty cool. servant of Luko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean honestly, Matt, he doesn't I'd want probably anything be official. Like, oh, he does. Oh, no, 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 no. He wants I, wacky I, woohoo times. No, no. See, I want the mighty. So I want that thing, but like, I don't know. Like, I guess that thing works, but. <laughs> but what? <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't think of anything else. But something. This is, I was gonna say this is this is that that where you know you the play, player comes to DM with the idea. All right, DM gives them something, but you have to meet them halfway. Yeah, like I, I want those. this thing, but with like. 20 ga- uh, twenty cylinder rocket pods on it or some shit. I mean, real sure, talk, I, if you want to do crazy fantasy mech suit thing, something along the lines of this item, I think probably the easiest way to do it is to... Here you go, Isaiah. Here's a great Gundam analogy for you. You do, oh, a, bar- no. you do a Barbados with it, mm. where okay. it starts out as a junky piece of shit, and then you slowly upgrade it over time to keep up and make it you I was going to say, cool. somewhere like, they spend the time and resources to build it. It's like, yeah, yeah. you can have it. Yeah. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a long fucking time, unfortunately, but granted, it's it, doable. It, it would be a little bit more of a pain in the ass with D&D or, you know with 5e as it is but definitely like like if you were like i would like to build a weird automaton suit in like blades i'd be like all right let's let's discuss how that would work because oh know. that would be so fucking cool to do in blade like well, it'd be like you just like ghost to power it or some shit right, right yeah exactly it'd be ghost powered so it's, it's so like, sick there's 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 not only is there precedent in the setting but also there's rules and mechanics to utilize for that kind of thing you know so it's like next are just fucking cool yeah <laughs> game, but yeah I, I think you you know hmm? the compromise on that kind of that level of wacky woohoo item because that is crazy is is start yeah you have to sort of start with it a lot simpler and build it up over time. I'm okay with that. And also, quite frankly, if you're going to do something like that, I I don't know. I, I almost want to say if your character's thing is going to be the weird mech suit, then your character is a more proficient, like, commoner, you know? And the mech is, like, the class almost. God. You know, that would be I'm cool. Lo- I would, mm. yo, I would love that as a class. It, it's never going to happen officially, but if so, if someone knows a good, not you know D and D homebrew wiki version, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, this I, just reminds me of my character trying to make himself a combat suit <laughs> in Stars Without Number. <laughs> yeah, I literally like just it was yeah. more akin to the Gantz combat suits, but yes, like yes. you know. It's it just it's just one of those things like, oh, man, I'm really bad that would at combat be, and all my friends are really good. That would I be probably do something about it. Yeah. Well, that would be, I think, how you could make something like that reasonable, right? Where it's like, OK, mm-hmm. cool. You get your crazy mech suit. But like you, your character is a commoner with like good stats, meaning if you don't have the mech suit, you, you're going to be a real big trouble, bud. <laughs> You have more than four HP, but not much more. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. I, you know, you and you could literally do a thing where it's like, I, you know, you give them like a D four on a level up, or like a, or maybe even less. Maybe you give them like a D two of health on a level up, or something. You know what I mean? 
there's there's totally ways you could do it and like they don't have anything particularly fancy on their sheet or anything like that this would be a lot of work this would be this would be a borderline unreasonable amount of work yeah well i was just sort of asking a dumb question to fill the time (laughs) well it would be the kind of thing where you could do it but definitely uh, the workload, you really got to spread out between the player wanting to do it and the DM. You got to work together on it. You know, I think that'd be a big part yeah. of it. Definitely don't just say, hey, GM, give me a mech suit and then like walk away. Yeah, because then you're going to be treated like, no. like, uh, like the manual of golems where it takes was it? it takes like 90 days most of the time or 120 days or some shit. What? Well, unfortunately, the, yeah. the manual golem ones is like, that's unfortunately where you get to the point of like, this is literally too much work. I don't because know what, it, it, what you're talking about. So the, the, the tower of golems, it's like a book that lets you make go- it, it's it's a it's like the item you need technically to make a golem in 5e. But it's is like it takes 90 thing? days. Yeah. Yeah. It takes like 90 days of Never continuous of work, which means like you can't. I don't believe you can work on it for a while and then stop like you have to spend the full you have to spend the full time so Mm. like a clay golem takes 30 days flesh golem takes 60 stone takes 90 and then an iron golem takes 120 Uh. and then each one has a different price point of like you know 65k uh 50k 100k you know 80k yeah Okay, I see. I mean, uh, which is like this is using the normal rules of like making yeah, yeah, magic yeah, item yeah. downtimes. It's right, just right. this is a a magic item that allows you to do this. <laughs> I yeah, I I, I get it. You, you, that comes into that problem where you need to yeah figure out and like give the players downtime and stuff. It is funny. There's so many things in Five E that the the culture. It, f- it feels like the culture has shifted to uh I don't know I don't know I don't know quite how to the culture has shifted to a thing where it's like we're going to follow these characters basically every single day of their life and we're gonna follow a fairly short time period and they're gonna do wacky crazy shit within that short time period and then we're done you know mm and it's it's sort of it's become like a i don't know and it, it, i don't know how to put it but like back in the day there was a lot more of an assumption that like the the characters go on a big quest into the dungeon right when dungeon fucking was more of the focus the characters go on the big quest into the dungeon they do the caves of chaos they come back they don't go back into another dungeon for like a while you know like they sit around for two or three months resting on all the money they just made. You know what I mean? Like that was sort of how the assumption used to go. But nowadays I feel like because we're doing this, this kind of heroic anime crazy, like power fantasy jaunt thing, they don't, people don't assume there's going to be like this downtime space. So the game has shifted away from it, but there's still stuff in five E like the manual of the clay golems that assumes you're going to have like a huge amount of downtime. And Mm -hmm. so, people are like not uh they're not using any uh, of this stuff yeah they're not using it and they don't know what to do with it right you know i know with uh strixhaven because it's because uh i I talked to my players about this that like strixhaven i'm treating it more like an episodic like tv show where it's like 
you know, we're not following the, the players every fucking day. There's like downtime. You guys have classes and work and shit. Right. We're only like we're coming in on the important bits or like right, right. major shit that's happening. Or that's, side how, quests, um, that's how uh, XP to level three, their, their Strix Heaven campaign. Yeah. He said the same vibe. He's like, basically, every time we're zooming back in on the characters, it's probably been like a month or so. I'm like, yeah, and it, yeah it, it, it leaves. It, it really is. In a lot of ways, it also makes a lot of sense if you think about the D&D character. Like, if you think of D&D characters not as fantasy superheroes, right? Which is what they are mm-hmm. these days with 5e and 4e to a lot mm-hmm. of degrees. If you think about the D&D characters as opportunistic adventurers working a really dangerous job. If you think of them as pirates, basically, right? Yeah. If you think about D&D characters as pirates what did like what did pirates do they went out sailed for a really long time until they found a ship to fuck up and raid they did their thing raided the ship took all the loot and then they dicked around in port for like months until they ran out of money and then they went oh we don't have any money left all right back onto the ship boys you know and if you think about DD characters in that sense a lot of the downtime stuff makes way more sense yeah because you could treat it like if you you know one of the biggest problems people have in DD is travel like, oh, what do I do with travel? They have to get from point A to point B, and point B is way the fuck across I, the map. Why not treat it like downtime? They're wa- they're traveling, they're walking. If you want to throw in a combat encounter, you can, but like, why not? They're on the road, they're not doing anything besides travel. You know what the problem with the travel stuff is? Long travel is. It does depend yeah. on how long, but the other problem is the reason people feel like they need to do shit for travel is because the game does tell you to do shit for travel. There are rules That's for true. travel. There is a class. There's an entire class that has a bunch of benefits around travel. Like, mm. there's a bunch of stuff that the game tells you you should interact with travel, so then people go, what do I do? You know what I mean? Hell, if you look at the fucking, um, like, uh, Avernus has rules for travel. Yeah. Gives you yeah. literally a car. Curse of Strahd like, has specific encounters encounter that can tables only and shit, yeah. happen during travel. Yep. Same thing. And like leads you to you know specific things. And it's like okay, it's like so what I are you what are you gonna do? This happens, <laughs> but like, are you gonna look at your ranger player and go, hey, that ability you have that like makes traveling easier? We're just gonna ignore that. That don't matter. I mean, you if you look at Tasha's cauldron of everything, it kind of does. It kind of does, yeah. I know. Well, <laughs> technically, that's an optional <laughs> thing. I'm really struggling with that right now because my players are level 14, soon to be level 15, and I just, I just can't figure out, like, how to not make. Oh, you're fighting bandits on the road again. It's just like, mm. like the players are so powerful now. And their yeah. car well, is so powerful that it would just be like a three turns and anything I can throw at them dies. So here's the thing. Yeah. In that scenario, right, if if the travel, because I actually had to think about this for our game. This didn't end up coming up because I sort of changed the tone of the campaign because I realized I wasn't doing what I had originally planned. Yet again, I've talked about this many times where I do the thing. I, I don't do the thing I planned. Um because originally the tone of the, our current campaign, I was going to have you guys do a lot more traveling stuff. Uh, and what my plan was, was this is kind of video gamey, but it works is if you're in an area where you're so ludicrously uh, higher level 
and more powerful than the shit that you would run into. You just the 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 monsters just run away from you or ignore you or we just skip ahead. Right. So I actually had I actually have the Witherlands chopped up into like low level area, mid level area, super dangerous area. And my plan was once you guys got after like, let's say you guys are level 10 getting from like the runoff district area to a little bit out into the low level area. I was basically just going to ignore random encounters because you guys are so strong that, yeah, you would just completely dunk on anything that's so that that's way lower level than you. So, you know, and the fictional justification is, oh, the monsters just don't deal with you or like, oh, you just kill them so fast. It's not even worth focusing on or, you know, there's all sorts of ways you can justify it. And a lot of video games do this. Um, I think the Yakuza games one. I, I want to say the Yakuza games do this, where once you get over a certain threshold, certain enemies will like run away from you or ignore you. Uh, I know in, in Street Fighter Six in the World Tour mode, if you're up to a certain level, when you run past dudes who are way lower level than you, like twenty something lower levels, they like cower in fear of you as you run past <laughs> because it's really because it is it's really fucking annoying in Street Fighter Six of like some level four goon punches you in the nads then you have to be like engage and then you punch him twice and he dies and it's just an annoying waste of time so at a certain threshold they they realize that so the enemies just ignore you so i think that's honestly the way to do it so for your usage isaiah this is not the topic at all but here we are for your usage isaiah i mean um i think what you should do is if the players are running through an area where it's like, all right, reasonably, most likely they're only going to deal with like wandering bandit dudes or like little tiny on kegs that they could just run over with the car, then just don't bother. Right. Mm-hmm. Just don't have them bother. Just narrate. Oh, you run into this. You deal with it X, Y and Z way. If you want to have them interact with a little bit, you could say like, oh, you run into bandits. How do you deal with the problem and like point to a specific player and just ask them or whatever? You know, if you want to have or maybe make a make a roll or two, if you want, whatever. Um, if you want them to like take a little bit of damage or something like that, say like, all right, each of you make a roll. If half of you fail, you're going to take some damage. If half of you succeed, you won't blah, blah, blah. You know, you could do stuff like that if you want to, but don't have them do a full blown fight. If it's just more bandit dudes that they're going to fuck up, especially because exactly what like, that's exactly what my problem is too, right? Is I don't mind them dunking on some low level bandits because it feels good, right? To just one shot things. Well, yeah, but you can also do a certain point narratively though it also feels good for your gm to be like yeah you come across five dudes and you crush them you know like that's still pretty good mm. you know what i mean uh, yeah yeah but i think people like seeing number go bigger so they want to actually <laughs> hit buttons well that's why i'm saying you could throw in some roles to like represent the conflict yeah it, it really it comes down to it's the timing of it right because you want enough enemies so that every player can at least go once, but if ever it takes every player about five minutes to go through the turn, that's 25 minutes, and then assuming that maybe one of them didn't hit, now it's the enemy's turn, now it goes back to the top of well, the turn order. The other thing, too, is, so if you're having them wander through, like, the low-level zone, and, you know, they're level 15, and all the enemies are level 1 or whatever, uh, roll on the encounter table... But have a couple of potential, I don't know if you have encounter tables, but you know, you know what I mean? Uh, have a couple of potential results on the encounter table that are something crazy, right? So like most of the time you're riding through the dunes and it's just bandit dudes, no biggie deal. But if I roll a D100 and I roll a 100, the Shai Halud shows up, what up, sandworm, you know? 
and like it's just by pure chance a fucking sandworm pops out of the ground now you actually have to do the fight you know sh shit like that you know what i mean because it's just it's it's yeah it's just it just becomes a waste of time to just do the like oh you kill five bandagoons again and it, it just takes so much time to set everything up roll the initiative have everyone go blah 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 yeah it's just it's just a big old waste of time it's and it's not that exciting and and if you want to do the thing where oh my player i want my players to feel a little powerful for a while then the next time they go dungeon fucking or the next time they get to a zone where they're getting going to get into a bunch of fights, have a couple of fights that are like low level losers, you know, like, oh, <laughs> you're breaking into the enemy fortress. The first wave of bad guys is just 10 goon ass bandits that you're probably going to dunk on and just let them dunk on them, you know. But doing it during travel is like mostly not necessary. That's a that's a that's my opinion on it. That's how I say handle it. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much agree. Uh, like I nowadays, I I do have like, if they're traveling somewhere, it's important. I have planned encounters where it's right, like, right, oh yeah, yeah exactly. you're fighting this big fucking thing that's showing up. But if it, like, you know, uh, because they have a vehicle, it, and you know. Yes, they're in California, but there's no traffic, right? Because it's the end of the fucking world. Right. It has to be but, a creature that could, like, keep up or threaten them in some way. Yeah. And also, like, a safe bet is if you've got a car, even if you're in L.A., you know, to get around you, it's a safe bet to be like, it takes an hour, right? It's like sure. a reasonable amount of time when you're driving. and You can hand wave that because it's like, oh, well, wouldn't this only be like 20 minutes away? It was like, oh, yeah, well, the road's destroyed. You have to take the long way around, yada, yada. Yeah, there's no um, easy way to get anywhere. Yeah, so like my 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 safe bet is like this takes an hour. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, and it, it's just yeah, it is something I've had to deal with where it's like uh, so I I do want to throw some guys at you, but it's gonna be a two hour encounter. I can feel it in my bones, and I not that I don't want to do it, but I know that they don't want to spend two hours doing nothing. We have interesting plot stuff to do. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah that's especially for a the... fight that will like barely advance them towards a level. If they don't yeah, want to do I it, mean, then just don't do it. You know, if you yeah, know exactly. they that's don't want to do it, then just fuck it. Well, yeah. I was going to say also, you're getting into that high level where now combat, a lot of combat encounters are going to take hours unless you kind of tweak some dials and honestly just cut the monster, cut, you know, whatever monster you throw at them, cut their health in half, up their damage. The simplest fucking thing to do. I kind of wish I did it in three year game way earlier on. <laughs> uh, I have. Uh, yeah, you could do that. You do the the swinginess can get a little wild though if you're not careful. It can, yeah. and I, and I've I've done this, and I've learned that because Hellscape's numbers are already double basically. Big. Yeah, mm -hmm. if yeah. I double the damage, half the health, it could potentially die in less than a round, and annihilate two players round one and I mean yeah. like, I mean you don't have to double you can always tweak it like you know no, instead I, of I know, halving the like, health and doubling the dial you can always up the die, damage die by one or two and then like lower the health by 60% instead of 50 I don't know like you, it's, it's one of those that you're gonna have to play around with it a lot until you hit that like sweet spot of like okay you know this is how much damage they should do now between this you know the amount of health or AC or whatever you would think you think I'd be good at this by now uh, being like, uh, well, because like, like I know, like they're like, okay, on a good round, they can deal probably about 300 damage around if they're really trying, and that sounds insane because it is insane. Uh, 
But it, it really do be how it is. So I'm like, okay, so the every, basically every boss needs to have at least 300 HP, survive one good round. They all have health in like the 70s to 80s now. So it's got to do a comical amount of damage. It, it is, it's wild. <laughs> yep. Mm. It no all longer right, well. becomes like simple addition and fucking subtraction. It's literally like, no. it's like, I have to yeah. be like, okay, what are the odds that they roll really well? Yeah, tier, <laughs> tier three and four D&D is, uh, is the time. I, I, yeah. Well, this also is uh, that thing where, you know, messing with the math on the fly I mean, it's not totally on the fly, but but messing with the math without really, really having a good grasp on it can you'll be like, oh, yeah, this should work. And then all of a sudden something crazy weird happens. You're like, oh, wait, oh, wait, hold on. No, 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 no. Like, yeah, like straight up doubling damage is a great way to just nuke someone Mm -hmm. into oblivion. Yeah, well, and the other thing, too, is. Is like if they crit, it you quadrupled <laughs> their initial damage. Yeah, yeah. I well, like. And on top of that, five well, E does not assume very like. There are a lot of tabletop games that assume combat is going to be very quick, swingy, and brutal. Five uh, E does not assume that. So if all of a sudden that becomes the tone of things, your players are going to be like, "Whoa, wait, how? Wait, what happened?" Well, that's. You know? That's what happened in Strixhaven, because that's when they started changing in the way they work monsters. And some of the monsters in the, my players fought, uh, you know, like a blood mage guy. You know, he, he didn't have a lot of health. My His AC wasn't that high. And my players are OK, but he does like 46 psychic damage per hit. And when he when he crit one of the players and literally almost killed them, everyone was like, oh, oh, shit, this is Voldemort. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think, you know, it's it's funny because I think originally the intent of 5e and they sort of succeeded this, but also sort of don't. But the intent of 5e is supposed to be, you know, any uh, any 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 little goober ass goblin could threaten even a level 20 fighter. Right. That's sort of supposed to be idea. And that holds up to some degree. Right. Like there's a certain amount of truth there. But. Um, hold hold on. Okay. Holding. That'd be a real. It'd be real funny. Just end right here. Just right now. Thanks for coming, guys. Right, thanks for coming, guys. Uh, Josh is gone. Uh, he died that day. He did die. <laughs> uh. All right. Hold yeah. on. I'm, I'm back. Uh, All right. <laughs> uh huh. Was it the cat? We're close. We're close. Uh, Shutting it down. It was cat involved. <laughs> Point mm. being, I, I understand. Point being, uh, yes, they were trying to do a thing where uh, the math sort of worked all the way through, and that holds up to some degree. But it did take some of the volatileness out of the game. So now we are in this space where things can kind of drag. So, yeah, you might be right, Matt, in that they're trying to maybe go back in that direction? Or yeah. push it or something? You know, I don't know. Because that is one of the big complaints of 5e is that combat just takes way too fucking long. And I don't remember what it was, but I think there was something in one of the 1D&D's playtests that Wizards were trying to fix that. I don't remember off the top. I'm too tired to remember. I mean, I know that is a concern. They want to try and like, 
yeah i mean definitely answer. there's a there's a happy medium though i think too because i think a lot of people expect D to be the game where combat is longer and more drawn out because there's a lot of tabletop it's, games that very vehemently are like no combat our combat is fast and brutal and it's like I everyone's mean, doing that so it's like somebody's got to be the more like slower paced combat game you know <laughs> DD literally is known for taking hours for combat right yeah it's it yeah. like, and i do think it probably takes too long right now but you also don't oh, want absolutely. it to be too short right yeah you don't want it to be a hey we have the big boss okay it's done yeah like it, it, it should not be that quick yeah, you it don't want be, rounds you know, to be two turns although it's kind of funny because when you keep track of round counts they don't get as high as you would maybe expect. No, They're it's just that like, every single boss turn fights. takes 17 years yeah. to take. It's like, yeah, it's like a boss fight gets up to like <laughs> six rounds. Usually, usually and then and, the players and the- are discussing things halfway through or mm-hmm. someone, you know, it's like, ah, I need to go to the bathroom disappears for six years. And you're like, where did you go? Yeah. And it also it also does depend on how many players you have in a group because like i know me I, my combats take a little one of the things that make my combat takes longer is i have more players so i mean yeah i don't know what to tell you matt that 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 uh that uh, that's, uh, that's, you, on you. that's a you brother. i also have six i mean no, I, it that's also not takes forever. That, yeah i mean i don't mind that being the issue it's the if the i had bits. six players bro with some of the fights we've it's had it's not it's honestly not as bad as you guys think um well okay a a uh i just don't like don't it don't tell me what to do because i've done it already and i don't like it but b i uh, was no. i no, was you. talking about the length of fights because a lot of my fights in my game already can get pretty long so if we had six players six players it's nah. kind of whatever no nah. i don't need it to be that much longer i prefer to see Sorry, Matt, but you're not convincing me on this one. I drastically I, prefer. I wasn't saying no, I, I wasn't trying to convince you to add more players. Well, I'm just saying it's not as bad as you I make always, it out to be. Well, it is though because I've done it before. I'm speaking from a place of having. It's not like I'm speaking from like having never even tried. I've been in the scenario, and it is that bad for me. I hate it. I know, I'm just. I know, I'm just saying you're wrong. It's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> Roasting him like relentlessly before session. <laughs> It, 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 yeah okay uh follow, follow us on the, the twitter <laughs> joker and, uh, you get what you fucking the, deserve the, the, oh no christ <laughs> oh my goodness uh, uh yeah yeah leave leave, leave comment leave smile leave comment leave, leave do smiley follow face, yeah. on podcast <laughs> platform also do follow on twitter yeah this week yeah ours. yeah yeah, good, 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 good <laughs> chaos episode In- intended after one hour. Did not think that I would only reach minute 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God damn it, Sam. I listen, you know, sometimes sometimes you just have to let the, the chaos train take over. Don't use my words against me. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. We have so been it's... sessions canceled podcast. All right. Uh, I rolled an 18 on the deck of many things. What did I get? Avoid. Bye. Fuck!